This is the Tabernacle Podcast with John Vermilia and me, Britton Bishop. What's up, John? Uh, is your voice deeper than normal? No, I'm congested and I just heard that. And I was like, man, I sound like I'm really trying to do something. Here. You sounded <laughs> like you were trying to go full Jocko podcast. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I'm Jocko Willick. I'm Jocko Willick. 4,000 push-ups no, this morning. No, it sounds really good. It sounds really good. That's what I'm going for. I, I remember having surgery years ago and uh, it was on my throat. It's not important. But uh, I sounded like Johnny Cash for the next two <laughs> weeks of sermons. And the doc was all like, oh, I hope this doesn't impact your voice box. But after I was like, I'm glad it kind of impacted my voice box. <laughs> you know, instead, it's back up here. And I'm not happy about it. Yeah. Mine's but, down here, but. You sound good. Does. Hopefully. You sound baritone. I'll stick with it. Baritone. Baritone. Yeah. It's not like Foster. Yeah. That's the goal. Uh, no. Not that good. No, not, not that good. Not silky enough. Not that yeah. good. <laughs> but this is going to be a good day because we got some heroes here. Absolutely. Who's with us? Who's with us? Um, <laughs> tab out. family. Us? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay, yeah, right. Tab podcast family, tab family. We would love for you to meet uh, Brandon and Gabe Hearth. Gabe is short, I found out, in the pre-show for Gabrielle, which I have named a daughter Gabrielle, so I'm super fired up about that. Absolutely. But um, Brandon and Gabe serve with their family in Thailand, and our church has had the privilege to partner with you guys. Uh, and um, this is actually the first time today that we've met. Yeah. We've seen you on video. Yep. Emailed. Uh, yeah, we've emailed. <laughs> yeah. We've we've read this is the ministry and what they're doing mm-hmm. uh on literally the other side of the world. Yep. It's I mean, it's isn't it almost all the way on the other side of the world. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I think it's yeah. pretty much as close as you can come. As close as you can come to that. And, and not uh, more importantly than any of that, but kind of more importantly than any of that. Boomer. Sooner. Come there on. Uh, Come on. We just I thought you were calling there. me a boomer. No. No. He could have. <laughs> Tony, if he just He's put an it Oklahoma fan. And that, we'll have to get into that story. At a deep level. Are you an Oklahoma fan too? No. No, but you are a branded fan. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. You, say, you said no? I mean, not firsthand. <laughs> secondhand. I'm this a secondhand fan. A lot of years of marriage here. You're still. I didn't want to bring it down like this. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? I painted my face that I time. Do I do remember. Like that, that was counts. just the cutest that thing. Counts. She came downstairs. She had a little OU on the thing. <laughs> yeah. What, mm. Did you have something else on there too? Was you a boomer written? Mm-mm. Texas sucks, probably. Did you write boomer? Yeah. Right Like, yeah, like uh, Barry's hat back right. in the day. Back in the day. Mm-hmm. We could do this for two hours and not talk yeah. about what they We can not talk about what actually they do. Yeah, we're taking the wrong trail. Yeah, sorry. Let's get back to more important things that you're serving Jesus in Thailand. Yeah. No, in Southeast Asia, and uh, we were also talking uh, that uh, we'd had the or we've been to some of the same places. Yeah. Um, but as right. my if my wife was here, she would be whispering in my ear, "This is not about you, John." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry." No, so, I want to get into. It. I mean, when you say same places too, you mean like we've been on the <laughs> same streets and the same exact absolutely, spot, like yeah. right where we're living now. I rode a scooter through your neighborhood. Yeah. 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 Yes. It's just it's so yeah, fun. pretty cool. Which at a, is like at a high taking, rate of speed on the wrong side of the road. Yes, yes. taking your life <laughs> in your own hands. Yes. Because you guys drive on the left. But did you only have like one or two people on the scooter or did you go full? Like, no, we only had people? two, me and my daughter. Okay. And one time me and my wife. But yeah, we didn't do the Southeast Asian thing. No, we did not do, do oh. that. So It was aggressively hot in here for some reason. It is aggressively <laughs> it hot. Is a little, I, I just want to say sleeps. that to anybody that's watching. Like, If it looks like I'm starting to swim here, I am. We, yeah. <laughs> we got it. Dude, remember that time we were doing this and my, and my uh, uh, glasses started yes. to steam up and you're like, Boss, you okay? And I'm like, <laughs> we, what you, no free shout outs. Can we get some air conditioning? Can we get some air conditioning in the dungeon? <laughs> no free shout outs. A, a sponsor? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no free shout outs. Yeah, yeah, we got that. It didn't yeah. work. You could have right then. You, you could have done the crack. In. Yeah. <laughs> Which Love I ticked on you forgetting, and now I'm I know. It. Back off. Sorry. Love it. Sweet. So, you guys are 
in Asia now, yes. but you haven't been there your whole lives, right? And so we're just going to, uh, for the people listening, we're going to do this kind of a custom change life story version. So something along the lines of who are you? Um, how'd you get to where you are? And just kind of hearing how God has worked in the midst of all of it. And so I think that those are really fun segments just to see how God has continued at one point in you guys' lives was moving separately and then brought you guys together and how he's continued to guide that to a really cool place. And so I think that um, I love hearing those stories because it just mm-hmm. points to the faithfulness of how God is still moving mm-hmm. today. And I think that um, in the midst of the world we live in, um, for a lot of our listeners, it's easy to think that God has stopped moving. Mm-hmm. And so I think we have a really cool opportunity just to hear um, how he hasn't and uh, for you guys to bring perspective and also just for our church family to know that this is this is what you are supporting mm-hmm. um, through your faithful giving to God and what he has brought along. And so, um, yeah, I'm excited about it. So before we jump into that uh, or before we get into all the other stuff, right, what's your one of you guys can start it off, right? This is my favorite part because this is always funny. What's your first memory you have? So you didn't know this was going to be like counseling. You're the counselor. This is our counseling question. (laughs) What's your first dramatic moment? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I can remember like, cause sometimes the trauma type stuff sticks in your brain a little bit more. So I remember a dog coming into the neighborhood, like into the backyard where I was playing and then my dog tearing up after it and like chasing it out. And it was like a, a little bit of a scary thing where it got really close. Then we had a German shepherd. Mm. And so it took off after it and that dog retreated really quickly. But seeing the look of fear on my dad's face, seeing all that, I, yeah, man, three probably at the time. I know this is always sad too, because now I'm thinking about my girls and like all the memories that we've made. And like, I was like, I don't remember any of this. Gosh, I was five (laughs) maybe or six. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't, I don't know. I, never, I remember like playing on the slip and slide with my best friend and having my mom bring us out like a little snack tray with like little divided things with like gummies in it that it. we melted in the sun and then ate as a big glob. And it was fun. And uh, yeah, playing in the yard with my best friend. And like I had to have been five or six. I remember too. This is I'll give so you much. a bonus one here, too. But they I had a uh, aunt and uncle who had really long shag carpet. And it was like rainbow colored. And they would throw pennies in there. And I remember digging, for, like finding pennies. In the shag. Like, Why do we need toys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like it was a big uh-huh. hunt. And now like as a parent, I'm looking, I'm like, that's genius yes. right there. That is so that good is like because it was nap. hours of fun. Yeah. I saw one the other day. They're like, have your kid challenge them to draw you while you nap. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that is a that mommy away. website. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Naps are blasted. So where was that first memory at? Boy, so that would have been so. Like, where? Like, where dad's. are you from? Yeah. Uh, I, where I'm from, boy, this is that's a big question. Um, even just kind of like your lead-in, when you hear our stories, they'll sound so disconnected. But what's been so fun is seeing where we are now, just as God moving in this like confluence, that place mm-hmm. where like all these streams that seemed disconnected and like they were going different places joined together into one thing. And so when you ask like where I'm from, uh, I was born in Boulder, Colorado. But uh, to give you maybe more backstory on that, like that was, I have uh, my biological father uh, battled drug addiction, alcoholism his whole life. And so at one point they moved there. Um, But when I tell my testimony, I typically, maybe the only person, maybe it's because I'm a counselor, but maybe I'm the only person that I know that starts like 30 years before I was born. (laughs) And uh, so I always talk about my dad was riding in the car um, with my grandmother, so his mother, and they got in a car accident and the oldest son passed away. And I think that that moment right there is what actually 
plays a, a pivotal role into mm. where we are and what happened. And so I think that that was part of, um, I mean, my grandma would just experience intense grief. I mean, like mm -hmm. you're driving and you lose a son right on the heels, another son is born, but there's no like replacement for that. And there's no way to just bottle up that grief. And so I think that there was some things where now knowing counseling and all that, like how were they able to attach during that time? And so my dad lived his life in a way that really, um, he, he thought he wasn't supposed to be here. And so he lived his life kind of in mm -hmm. a way that was, um, kind of fulfilling that. And so my dad was an alcoholic drug addict, moved out to, from Ann Arbor to Boulder, um, to kind of get clean. And if you know anything about Boulder, that is not, not the yeah, place not to the get place clean. To do it. <laughs> no, it went about as well as you're expecting. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I was born there. And ultimately I, th I think it was heroin at the time. Um, he told me, but like he, um, they kind of, boy, and I kind of forget that I'm on a podcast here sharing all this stuff, but you know what? We're all <laughs> family here, right? To. We're all yeah, family. Yeah. 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 So with that, um, didn't end up working out super well. They ended up splitting and um, my mom came back to Grand Rapids. And so that's where the Michigan mm. connection comes in. She was born and raised in Grand Rapids and everything else. And mm. my dad went back to Ann Arbor. And so the, the first memory there was somewhere around the Ann Arbor area, wherever he was living at the yeah. time. But boy, we lived in a lot of different houses um, during that stretch. Yeah. And are, are you originally from Michigan? Gabe? No, I'm from Florida. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Sunshine State. Born and raised. <laughs> Beach girl. I'm guessing. Beach yeah. girl. Yeah. yeah. Southwest yeah. Florida. Like retirement yeah. town, retirement town. Um, Englewood is where I'm from, which yeah. no one on the podcast will know. Um, <laughs> it's between like big retirement towns and it's a small beach town. But yeah, so I grew up in one of those little spots where there's not much to do, but hang out in the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> which is why if you ever hang out with Gabe and there's like any crew that's like above 60, <laughs> Like, that's my crew. Can, that's my people. Crew? Those are my people. Right there. And I'm like, I was the only this. kid at church for like, uh, I mean, it's a large church and we're talking for years and years. And so you I were hung, with the silver set. I, yes. Yeah. And I am fully comfortable. We went to Cancun one year after we got married and it was like this all inclusive thing. And there was not very many people our age. And wait, we there, found... no, no, no. There were people already. <laughs> I didn't notice those people. And I was connected. No. There was a guy who played football at Alabama. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, just I talking to him about him. Nick Saban and what it yeah. was like and everything else. I and forgot. You we didn't forget you, Trent. You were delightful. Are yeah. surrounded um, by a group of people that are all retired. Gabe Loops you in the silver so set. Fun. And they were like, oh. another drink, Gabe. I was like, yeah. yeah. Bring oh, wow. like, they were so great. Oh. So my wife and I are honeymoon. Uh, was uh, someone gave us a, we were poor as dirt and someone gave us a condo in Fort Myers, Florida. Oh. And, or no, far. was it Fort Myers? Yeah, yeah. It was, it it's was, it was, Coast. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah Sanibel, mm -hmm. right. All old people. Yeah. We stayed right. in their condo. Everyone else in the con it was Cocoon. It was like that movie yeah. from the 80s. <laughs> and then there was the honeymooners. So the whole time yeah. I was like, yes. oh, look at you guys. Yes. We're like, oh. hey, you guys are as old as dirt. Yeah. Word yeah. spread through the community. Oh, yeah. we, yeah. some we have honeymooners here. Yeah. Oh, and they were goodness. all, yeah, it was bad. So. We baked uh -huh. you a little yeah. lasagna for yeah. tonight or yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so so the homes you grew up in, uh, was Faith a part of it? Or like, like, he, like you said, mm -hmm. Brandon, you came from a broken home. Yeah. Uh, and there was obviously with, we could fill in the blanks with, mm -hmm. there was a lot of mm -hmm. different things going on with dad fighting addiction. Mm -hmm. Was it the same thing in your no. house or was yours the, the, the two parents, the two kids and the white picket fence? You know, we have like, so Brandon, as he shares more of his story, like he had that one side and then he got to experience a different side. Um, Don't by, be telling my story. Well, <laughs> I say that to say that we have the gamut between us. So I'm somewhere in the middle, I think. Like okay. I grew up growing to church from the time I was born. My, mo my mom worked in the church and I was like the kid that was there on Sunday and every other day because she wanted me to be, I'm an only child. 
And she'd have me there with her and, you know, not childcare. I'd just be sitting there going the day of creation. Ladies are like making quilts and I'm over there like at their feet, like giving them quilt squares. So, like, and plus they're old. So that's, yeah, that's my crew. <laughs> this yeah, is what crew. I mean. There was yeah. never a kid around. Like, awkward socializing with my own peer group. But yeah, um, yeah so like I grew up in the only church. children. So you guys can pick that apart later. Mm. too. Yes. Oh, wow. oh, oh, and my well, parents are only children, I should say. So I have siblings and all that stuff but as far as when i grew up yeah. right like you in the home i was the only point. one in yeah. the home yeah, so it, for the functional mm-hmm. baggage that only children typically bring to a marriage <laughs> the functional <laughs> baggage oh of which we have plenty. you guys must yes. be the healthiest humans on the planet sure we both think we are so yeah um but yeah, my parents um, were also a little bit older too. That kind of mm. contributes to that whole thing. Their peer group was older. My mom was like 38 when she had me and I was an only. So anyhow, I did grow up in the church. And um, yeah, I think though, um, I wouldn't say that I truly like knew about having a relationship with God until I was probably in late high school. Mm. And then I got a little derailed at, even after that point. But I, we had a youth pastor that came in and really shook things up kind of for me. Mm. But um, I wouldn't say that I had really seen firsthand like um, a transformation by following Jesus. I had seen a lot of like religiosity stuff. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And, yeah. and, and there's some, I can look back now and see like morsels of like beauty and stuff in the church I grew up with. And, and, it might have been a little more cultural, though, than like, like transformative, if that makes sense. So, yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sure. So that mine Absolutely. was kind of in the middle of yeah. the road, but maybe really familiar to a lot of American people, yeah. you know, yeah. who who live that. Christian yeah, it's kind life. of almost like a checked box rather than like, yeah, it's like yeah, it's like obligation rather than opportunity type of perspective yeah. type thing. Yeah. yeah, like let's make sure that we're out by like you know ten o'clock yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Like there was yeah. let's get just enough to yeah. know we've had a spiritual experience, but yeah. let's. Let's not go overboard. Yeah, don't raise your hands up or anything in church. Like, no, uh, don't be don't no, be moved outside no, of your box. So. No. So what did yeah. that? And uh, just a question: mm-hmm. What was that like? Being in that circle, being in that environment, what did that do to kind of your view of God and who God was, and maybe like the character of God? Did that was it still like, man, this guy's awesome? Like, I still no. hold him. No. No. <laughs> I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't particularly interested in that, really, because I never saw anyone doing anything differently than I was or feeling any differently than I felt as far as like, even as a kid, like no one had more joy or a transformed life. I I hesitate to say that because maybe people did and it it just wasn't something that my 14 year old eyes saw. Right. But to me, like there was nothing worth, like why would you give up things? Why would you change your life for what? You know? And so that's why like with the youth pastor, he came and I was like, Oh, geez. Like he just, he blew our minds. A lot of us that were in like high school at the time, because we were just like, this guy loves Jesus. And mm. like, he is vocal about it. And like, why? Yeah. Why? You know what I mean? And, yeah, and he made sure. us ask, he's the first person I ever asked why, you know? Why do you love God so much? Which why is, is like so a cool note to you? for all the people out there listening that work with youth. And like, <laughs> you feel like sometimes you're just like not getting there. The traction isn't there or whatever. It's hard, but it's wonderful yeah. work, but it makes a big impact. Yeah. Yeah. We for did sure. a whole podcast here where, and we've, we've said it quite often that we think outside of the Sunday Ecclesia, and for us, we have mm-hmm. a Saturday night, or whatever, the weekend gathering, mm-hmm. outside of the church coming together, the most important ministry at church is students, kids, for period, sure. because mm-hmm. for all yes. the reasons. Yeah. So, yeah. So what about you, uh, Brandon? Like, where was faith in that whole mix? Was, yeah. was, you, was it a church family? Was that anywhere on the radar? Was it just 
Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> Gabe kind of alluded to it a little bit, but I, I had two different, very different experiences. Um, so my dad's side, there was no rules, no, no God at all. Like he just, he never believed in God, didn't live his life as if God existed. Um, and there's some little signs that maybe that changed, but um, it's still kind of just signs and wisps. But um, so there was, I mean, like he'd pick me up and there were weekends where I wouldn't see him all weekend. You know, it was just, um, mm. I knew the numbers to the bars and that was how I could get a hold of him. And then there were times where he was around a little bit more, but there was no, um, I, I kind of learned later on observing like, Hey, my dad has three topics that he talks about and they're always recycled the same three. And they were kind of what makes a man. And to him, it was how many people you could beat up, how many substances you could ingest. And how many ladies you could sleep with. And that was really the only topics that he kind of went through. And so you notice that like Jesus isn't really mm. mentioned in mm. any of those topics. And so for that portion of life, it just, it wasn't um, at all a part of it. And then I had my mom who later ends up marrying my stepfather. And uh, my mom, you know, grew up in the church. Um, and my dad, actually my stepdad, um, who I call dad, he, uh, he was kind of saved later in life, but they both were very involved in the church. Very, um, I mean, I see my dad up at 5 a.m. reading the Bible all the time. Like he's just very much um, going to be centered on that. And so I would, you know, wake up in the morning, there'd be Bible verses sometimes on the um, on the plate next to me. Sometimes if I slept in, they'd be a little bit about oversleeping. And <laughs> the slugger dips his hand in the bowl, yeah, but it's too tired. There you go. To his mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like. I see why you picked that one. Yeah, there, yeah. You yeah, weren't yeah. just that you know, wasn't subtle. That was, yeah. no, yes. no, no, no. So um, there was there was a big difference. But what I saw was um, one home that had Jesus, and I watched their relationship. Mm-hmm. And then I saw another home that had no rules, no anything. And I've I've literally seen my dad and my stepmom, you know, with with blood and things, mm-hmm. and over very little things. Or the cops are called, mm-hmm. and the fight has just escalated to this huge port part because five dollars from who took what from whose wallet, you know, and I just saw the difference that Christ makes. And I've, I've told people this before. I think that had I just grown up in that environment, I would have thought that's all there is. And had I just grown up in the other one, it was a, it was a pretty tight, you know, a lot of rules, you know, and I think I probably would have rebelled knowing my personality. But I think seeing both really allowed me to see the difference that God makes and to say, this is, there's something here. Um, mm. So yeah, I, I grew up in both. That's where Gabe says we kind of have oh. a, the gamut. Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was going to say, so for for each one of you, when did it become real? You alluded to it. You said, hey, that Mm -hmm. youth pastor, you know, kind of lit some fires. But like like for you personally, when it become real? You want me to go? I'll go. Mm -hmm. So um, I would say that that youth pastor really like he he made me interested for sure in in figuring out what he had going on because it was pretty he was pretty vocal and he like, he just really shook things up. Our church was very like retirement, uh, community esque. And he was just like a young guy and, um, had a big family and they were very gregarious. Yeah. So anyhow, um, we were kind of adopted into his family almost. We spent weekends like together, we would go to all kinds of youth events and stuff. And I, I think I realized even at the time, I remember saying to someone when I was like, this happened when I was a freshman, I think. And I remember saying something to someone in junior year, three years later, and was like, you know, I kind of feel like he's a little bit of a ladder for us to get to God. And like, I wonder what would happen if that ladder fell, (laughs) you know, like, Mm. and then it did. He essentially, he left. And maybe that was the writing on the wall. Maybe I kind of knew it. And he ended up leaving our church. And 
we were hurt by that and it was not under great circumstances but not not to us just the church had a um a rift a weird rift with him and um and so i kind of just drifted you know i i did choose to go to a Christian college, which I think I was choosing between Florida State and uh, a small Christian school called Palm Beach Atlantic, yeah. which is also in Florida. Mm-hmm. And I think I kind of knew that I could like push the limits at the small Christian school and be like the bad kid there, or I could try to be the good kid at Florida State and probably wouldn't. And then I just like go off the deep end. And so I was like, okay, I'll impose some limits on myself and maybe um, this Palm Beach Atlantic would be a better fit. And ultimately, um, I'm so glad that I did. And I think there is where I started to discover, like, this is an internal, uh, this is an internal building that you're creating here. You're not just taking notes from someone else's life. You're, um, you need to figure out what you believe and not just watch the people around you. I mean, and it was such a ground for me to like a greenhouse to like see what everyone else was doing and how people were acting as Christians, because I hadn't seen that in my own age bracket or at all. Really, until I was like in college and I was surrounded by peers that loved Jesus. And it was like, wow. Um, yeah, it was it was certainly like a learning ground for me. I don't know that I built a ton of my own like fortified faith. I, I was a Christian mm-hmm. for sure. Even I mean, from the time in high school with our youth pastor, I was a Christian um, by name. And I think I, I probably would say that I really started building my faith with like grit um, after college, even even though I was a Christian, you know. Um, that happened during my my year immediately following college when I was traveling and really, really trying to decide um, was it worth giving up things for? Because living in this world that we have is so fun and can be such an adventure and you can have these accolades that really just build you up and get your identity in some places that are ultimately pretty empty. But I, did, I wasn't sure on that. Mm. And I found that out. You know what I mean? And so yep. I, I would say that for me, after college, the year after college was a really pivotal point in actually building oh, my yeah. faith and saying, I do want this. Is it going to be mine or is this going to be just something yeah. as part of my culture? First it was yeah. his, my youth pastor, and you know we mimicked it. And then it was like, okay, I like components of this, but I w- I'm not prepared to give up a lot for it mm, kind of yeah. thing. And I, you know, I could walk the walk, but I didn't want to do that. I wanted to really be sure, like, this is something that is it is mine, yep. you know? So I am, I am completely fascinated by that little thing of, I either can go to Florida State and try to be the good kid, <laughs> or I can be the bad kid. Dude, that is like, who is that self-aware? That is, you guys are fascinating. Like, is this what it's like to be like counselors that are married? This is weird. This is really weird. Like, they know stuff. Don't let them look at you in the eyes, Britain. They'll see right into your soul, buddy. I love the uh, like pointing to the process because I think so often when we do change life stories and stuff like that um, for listeners or people that I talk to um, so like the the response I get as well you know like I don't have like that moment Mm -hmm. I can't be I can't tell my story I can't share it because I don't have that moment and so I love turn from something right and Mm -hmm. so I love that you're pointing to process right that it was it was a long kind of thing of God kind of drawing you to himself and then through over time and a lot of choices a lot of little yeses or little no's right led to this moment where it's like oh man I follow Jesus now and then it's I imagine there's probably that moment of like oh I guess I'm doing this yeah right where where it was like I yeah I think I needed to I think part of being in that Christian school was was seeing people um who had such a clear life transformation Mm. and I was like 
Well, I don't. I mean, I grew up in church. It was it was like going from lukewarm, like you couldn't feel that, like you needed a yeah. water temperature right. change. You were like, everything's fine. It was mm-hmm. just fine. And I think I got to that point after college where I was like, I'm ready to like push some boundaries because I'm still kind of feeling lukewarm. Like I need to feel something and I'm mm. not feeling something either really bad or really good. I'm just kind of feeling okay. Mm. And so I started pushing the bad boundary lines because I can't force the good ones. Right. And so I was like, well, I'm going to do this and that's going to force a pinball to, mm-hmm. to happen somewhere in my life. And that's what I need because I'm just floating along. So I kind of started pushing boundaries and finally pushed them enough that I was like, oh, I don't like who that makes me. I don't like how that makes me feel. I don't like if I'm doing those things and acting that way and talking that way, I kind of am that. And mm. I don't want to be that. And that's yeah. when it for me was like, oh, God, how can you love me like this? How, why, why do you love me like this? And he was mm. like, I do. I That's love really you how, cool. how you are. And I was like, ah, like, <laughs> okay, all right. I want you. I want to, yeah, I want to yeah. be with you. That's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I am really all well, about that love. And that's, that's what, yeah. that was it. That's the moment for me, you yeah. know? I love the articulation. These people are really smart. I know. Yeah. I'm like, okay, big word. What could I say? <laughs> um, uh, omnipotent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a long story. We have to go in there. But, but what about for you then? Yeah. Like yeah, when it become me, real? Uh, I would say that it became real, real, uh, my junior year going into my senior year that summer of high school in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Hey, come on. God's country. That's, that is. God, that's what happened in Indiana. The promised land. <laughs> Norman, Oklahoma. Norman, Oklahoma. Yes, yes. Wow. This is that is, an OU game? And, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this transcendent moment. Yeah, with this, the where's my, hey, where's my Florida at? Come on, bring it. Yeah. The schooner came out oh, and it turned the corner and he was like, I yeah, follow God now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every white descendant. That white horse. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Junior year. Junior year. I'm at this camp and I'm there honestly just because I, you know, I'm kind of. Uh, this one was, I think it was like Freedom Camp. Okay, Missouri. I thought you were going to say Falls Creek. I've been to Falls Creek. Okay. I knew that's where you were looking we can for. Go stop, yes, stop, stop, stop. I don't want to hear about Whataburger <laughs> and oh all this stuff. I've got <laughs> lots of memories of Falls Creek. <laughs> um, you can tell us about Whataburger. So uh, yeah, no, Now I'm, he goes, I got saved at a Whataburger. I know. Yeah. Now I'm uh, sweating because you said Whataburger. I lost <laughs> it because I'm just remembering at Falls Creek watching this guy eat an entire jar of mayonnaise for $20. Whoa. And he, People are, yeah. Bro. That was They're you. Baptist, bro. That was you. That was in your change life story. <laughs> it was on the second jar. The, second oh, the bottom of the mayo jar. Found Lord Salt in the Jesus. bottom, yes. Yeah. No, so I'm talking with this guy, and he's a buddy of mine. He's a year younger, and he starts telling me about his relationship with his girlfriend. And he's telling me all about, like, first off, he tells me about how he, he encounters God, and then he's telling me about how he's dating this girl, and he's like, yes, we don't even hold hands. We, like, sit separate at church so we can minister to people. Freak. And all mm-hmm. this stuff that, like, to me at that time, as a young 17-year-old guy, I'm like, that should be like just so not interesting. But yet I'm like, there's something, like he yeah. has something in this relationship huh. with God that I don't have. And he's talking about all these just like, I mean, like the happiness and the joy that he has for all these things that he's like not doing and not enjoying. And like, I was just, something was like in me, like very curious. I remember that night everyone went out and I just stayed in my bunk and I just was like, God, if you're real, like I want this, like I I want you in that kind of way. I want a relationship. I want more than just like I go to church because that's what my parents tell me mm. to. And I'd say like, I feel like that weekend at camp or that week was pivotal. But probably the, the biggest moment for me was I came back and I had a few friends. And I remember getting a call from this girl that we all really thought was cute and she was inviting us to this party. And like I was their ticket in. And so they're like super pumped. And I remember sitting there and like having this moment of like, which way am I going to go? Like, 
And I was like, I just feel like I encountered the living God. And I could go back to this, but I, I don't think I can go back. And so I was like, I'm not going. And they were so mad. Like, I remember them just like, what are you talking about? We're not going. Like, I can't go without you. And like, just getting really upset. But it was like, I can't go back. Like, I've met the Lord and I, and I won't go back. And so for me, that became a, a season of like, you know, quitting a job that I needed to quit then. And um, even some of the friendships that I lost because I wouldn't go back into some of those old patterns and ways. And so for me, I would say that was the pivotal moment um, was heading into my senior year. And that, that changed everything. Wow. Yeah. So where, where, where did you end up going after high school then? Yeah. So I. Palm Beach Atlantic? No. no. no I, I wish. Um, I was set up enrolled at OU. And I had my roommate and everything picked up and my parents, okay. <laughs> uh-huh. I know yeah. my parents uh, decided that they were moving back to Michigan. And I was like, that's see you later. Like I'm going to OU. And I really felt like God was impressing on me. Like I'm supposed to follow him. Like I'm supposed to go back. And so I say that like, OU is like, I felt like Moses at the promised land. Where I, I look <laughs> Absolutely. At it, but I couldn't enter it. And um, so and they I just buried you in the hills where uh, no one knows where you're absolutely. at. Absolutely. In Grand, Grand Rapids. It's, it's Grand, Rapids, Grand Valley Michigan. State. GVSU. <laughs> it gets worse. Well, even with that, yeah, like I had never, they're like, I was like, well, where, what is a good school there? And they're like, well, your cousin goes to Grand Valley and he really likes it. I was like, what's Grand Valley? And mm. so I sent an application. My first time seeing the campus was like that first week of school like i just sight unseen showed up and was like all right i'm i'm doing this i'm at grand valley then thankfully it's a beautiful campus, yeah but, yeah 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 no norman but it'll do it was yeah. no norman <laughs> i did almost transfer to obu i looked at hey, that I'm one then because i had a bunch of friends there and they were just loving it and i was a Britain, good southern Baptist Britain didn't go to oklahoma but he went to <laughs> oklahoma state for a hot second no <laughs> what we were like bonding and I, no, 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 no. I went to Fort Hay State University. I'm a tiger. Uh, <laughs> which came in. We we uh, taught at a school in China, and they had a connection partnered. with Fort Hayes and a really? lot of teachers. Yeah, we, there's so many. Oh, I just, wow. yeah. At the end of this podcast, no, I was he like, would, hey, Gabe, do you want to be friends? Yeah. 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 <laughs> he had a scholarship at Fort Hayes State University. He had a scholarship at OSU. You have to listen to his Change Life Stories. Fort Hayes State University. And... Fort Hayes State University. Remember, like, I said he was there for a hot second. Fort Hayes State University. <laughs> he sabotaged Fort Hayes State University. He did Fort what Hayes you State were gonna University. do at Florida oh, State. Oh yeah, 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 Fort yeah, Hayes yeah, State yeah, University. yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> like, whoops. No, no, no. State. What you were gonna do yeah. at Palm Beach Atlantic? So yeah, right. So move back to Grand Valley. Yep. Um, what are you going to school for? So at that point, I had really felt like God had called me to pastoral ministry, and so I showed up and I was like, what am I doing? Like, I'm at this state school. Like, what am I going to take? And so I, I called up a few pastors I respect. And I was like, what do you, what do you think I should do? And so they're like, one's like psychology. So I took like the most interesting psych courses I could take. I took psychology of abnormal behavior. I took, and I was like, this is going to be good. And it was so boring. And I was like, I'm not doing psychology, which is funny when you hear where I am now. <laughs> and so someone else like communication. And I took like nonverbal mm-hmm. communication uh-huh. and speech. Co- and I just found them really boring again. And so someone's like, you need business businesses and so i i went into business and by that point it was like it was too late i was like all right this is the last chance i change i can make and so i uh, have a double major in business management emphasis in human resources and finance but you're also really good at those things too in fairness like there was an aptitude there oh thanks very much so what did you go to school for uh elementary ed and esl teaching english as a second language which is ironically actually what i ended up doing but i i kind of grab bagged it too my first year i did business and was like oh i hate it so much oh my gosh this is not me and then i tried a bunch of different ones and in education of all things i never thought and i ended up loving it and 
doing it for my whole career. So you are. So how did you, so you're in Florida. Yeah. Mm. You're in Michigan. Oh no, it gets worse uh, for how we met. Yeah. Yeah. No, sh- I'm in Chicago at he moved, seminary. He went to seminary in Chicago. Then, she's in China. After that. Okay. I moved to China after college. <laughs> Where'd you go to seminary? Oh, there we yeah. go. Trinity. Yeah. Trinity. Oh, oh, you went to China. I went to China. To teach yeah. English? My to teach English. To okay. English yeah. at the university there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for the podcast listeners, Trinity is an evangelical free church uh, seminary, which mm-hmm. is what we're flirting with. But the, I digress. Keep going. <laughs> it is indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew, he, I knew you were quality. So I met Ted's. <laughs> she's in, in China. Mm-hmm. And I had had a bunch of friends. Actually, well, we'll just, I had an ex-girlfriend. Um, and a couple other friends who were there, and they were teaching in China. It's and a I had loved school China. that had like 150 other foreign teachers. So there's like a lot of us over there, and it was almost like it wasn't all like post college people, but there was a lot of them, and then there was like families and stuff. So it was almost though like this next season of like college gym. We all lived yeah. in the same apartment complex and ate in the cafeteria. And like so, anyways, it was an interesting season. And and I was there a was little mad because I had loved Asia. Like when I was in high school, we didn't even get into this, but there were like a lot of times that I would be hanging out and it was like, I had a bunch of Vietnamese friends and I would be like, just, I'm six foot four for those on the podcast. And so I'm just like towering over everyone, the only white person in there. And so they would all make fun of me and tell me I was an egg. Like I was white at the outside, but <laughs> you I was yellow too. at the heart. Oh, that's, that's funny. He's <laughs> an egg. I just, I was not bald then. I had glorious hair. <laughs> glorious hair. I prayed to be, be bald, but that's another yeah. story. Yeah. So, wow. That's uh, that not is really weird. in my yeah. family. Uh, but anyhow, so I'm. So you know, has had an affinity for Asia. I always yeah. did mm-hmm. something about it. I just, yeah. And so in high school or in college, then it was like, I was watching a lot of Chinese movies and just different things dubbed in English. And then I have all these friends that moved to China. I'm like, you guys never even cared about China, you know, but they're loving it. And I'm watching them on Facebook and Instagram and talking to them. And I'm like, man, God, I want to go after, after seminary, mm-hmm. like I need just a little bit while I'm, you know, like job hunting or whatever, like I'd love to go to China, but they're trying to set me up with this girl and I'll let you kind of jump in. Whoa, whoa. There, so, there was a setup. Is this it an arranged marriage? Setup. It oh. was trying to be. Well, that, to that work. person, they would say that it was. It was yeah. like a year of them trying to set it up and nothing happened. Yeah. And there, and these are people in China that this know you? Yeah, they know me from people living. From I, I lived down the hall from them and then we became friends. And then she was like, you would really hit off my friend Brandon. And I was like, that's super random. Does he live here? No? Okay. Moving on. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to stay for yeah. a while. And who is he? Where is he? What? And, and I heard enough. I like looked on Facebook and I was like, she's beautiful. I'll give you that. Like, but she's in China. I'm here. Nothing. Until until that Facebook, fateful day, I we had her. to do no. We had to do a whoa 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 wait hey <laughs> well, this is a family podcast. No, we had to do a um ridiculous choreographed dance because that's what you do in Asia and in China especially mm-hmm. um for a basketball competition that was coming up and the foreigners were <laughs> were asked to put together a high school musical dance performance. Yes. Um, oh, this is you're this doing is like, the, like this, this is like one of like twenty we've done in front of thousands of people. On the drive so. here, we heard single ladies. He knows the dance, their, and we both started doing. We it because He we knows had, it. Oh yeah. He was yeah, up there in drag like doing the single ladies <laughs> dance <laughs> because we had to do it. At yeah, our I did it in drag in yeah, front of yeah. thousands of Chinese students. There's yes. probably videos on YouTube. Sias S I A S University. There'll be a link in the show notes. Our affiliates. Yes, please. Wait. So who is dancing? There was oh, on okay, Facebook, no. so is branded dancing no, 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 or is Gabe yet. dancing? He okay. will be later. Okay. I was dancing. Gotcha. And we had to have certain colored shirts for this performance or whatever. And I found out at the last minute, ran over to my neighbor's house. It was like, I don't have a red t-shirt. Do you have a red t-shirt? Yeah, I do. Wear this red t-shirt. Brandon catches a picture I of it. I see pictures of her on Facebook and I'm like, that's my t-shirt. 
She's Turns wearing out it's this his girl ex- everyone's trying to set me up with is wearing my the t-shirt hall. across the world. <laughs> so his so, ex-girlfriend lives across the hall. She had one of his shirts. I borrowed it. I'm wearing the from shirt from an ex-girlfriend. This. Yes. Oh, the triangulation. Oh, yes, Ooh, yes. This podcast yes. just got juicy. Did you get your t-shirt back? So I messaged This is a long her. process just to get your t-shirt back. I did. <laughs> I really she want never, that back. She never gave it to me. But I just messaged her and I was like, hey, I see a phenomenal taste in clothing. Something to that effect. And Wait, you messaged back. Gabe. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, this used, is the impetus. He used the in. I'm yes. going to go ahead there and I'm an just going to initiate. And yeah. So I sent that out. And then she just, See, that's a risk though. Because sure. then she's like, you dated that girl? <laughs> I was more like, you fit in that shirt. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it was tight it on me. Was, I'm just saying. It was painted on. Like, yeah. It was painted on. I went through a phase where it was like, everything yeah, was come just, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you, Grand Rapids. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So she wrote back and she mocked me for how small it was. And so I was like, oh, I'm in now. <laughs> like, she's making fun of me. I'm and I'm like, bloomer. she was funny. <laughs> yeah. And it was, I was smitten. Oh, that's So awesome. we started chatting that way. And then for several months we were chatting because I was actually planning to come home, but I was, I had already signed a contract to come G-chat, back for another year. For those of you that remember G-chats, Google chat. Google mm-hmm. chats. That's how we talked for a long time. And um, we actually, we really connected, but it was like, well, you can connect with people, you know, it, for an hour at a time. It can, you can put your best foot forward and really be anyone. And like, we can banter and it's really fun and we have the depth, but in person that adds a whole new element. And so there, I was kind of like a little reserved, I think about being like, Oh, this is something. It was kind of like, this is, this is very interesting and this has potential, but I've never seen the guy in person. And so we ended up, um, he's like, can I meet you when you fly into the airport to Chicago? I'm, I'm going through Chicago to get to Florida. And he, he lives in Chicago. And so he's like, um, I'll get you anything food-wise that you've been craving. Is there anything you want? And I said, yeah, Mountain Dew and Chick-fil-A. You know, I haven't had well, either of hang those. On. Wait, hold on. Benjamin, are you hearing this? Those might be your two favorite things in the world. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Whoa. sorry, sorry. Mountain Dew <laughs> and Chick-fil-A. Nice triple, though. This is, this is our girl. This is our girl. This is a Christian. <laughs> This is crazy. This is Christian. Oh my goodness. Yeah. This is. <laughs> this is well, yeah. she was not my girl at this point because oh, yeah. she built up. She I just missed Chick fil A. It's my favorite. Da 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 da. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there are no Chick fil A's in the state of Illinois. No, they're not. They weren't there. There weren't yet. I mean, there, Illinois there are now. not Christian. Yeah. yeah. But no, did, just but did Brandon pull it off? You better believe it. You better believe it. <laughs> Dude, did so, you have to drive to Indianapolis? I didn't. I crossed state lines into Wisconsin, which sounds okay. more yeah. like, okay, so I call up this place and I'm like, okay, Chick fil A. It's in Wisconsin. It's only 45 minutes. So it's, I mean, like it's an hour and a half yeah. drive for Chick-fil-A that I'm going to give to her tomorrow morning and it's going to be soggy and gross. But that's what she wants. That's what she's going to well, get, she right? she didn't want it soggy. But- so yeah. we're going up there. We didn't realize it closed. It was a mall and it closed at 6 p.m. And so we had, me and my buddy are like racing. And I finally, I call them. I'm like, let me give you my credit card number. Just put it in the bushes. I need this. I can't <laughs> not have it, you know? And they're like, we can't do that, sir. He's like, a we, there's no way. Too. I love so it. So we're flying like 90 miles an hour. I run through the mall and the security guard's like, sir, it's closed. I'm like, Chick-fil-A. And I just keep going. And I like slid underneath the gate and like got my food so that I could have it for the next morning. To reheat. He sure did. She didn't Chick-fil-A, even want it reheated. Chick-fil-A, if you're listening. No free shout outs. Yeah, no free I shout outs. I am open yeah. to sponsorship. Yes. So I don't yeah. know about them, but no, Chick-fil-A. 100%. Well, we are too. We've been angry. I will we've recreate this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my pushing. daughter works there. Like, <gasps> we're, yeah, yeah. She's the my pleasure you, girl in, you the, got in the drive through line. Yeah. You got yeah. An my, and her name is? Gabrielle. There you go. So, what was your order coming out of China? I think I wanted nuggets. The, the basic nuggets. Okay. See, nuggets the, is good because you can reheat nuggets. Yeah. The soggy bun wanted them cold. I didn't want them cold. Okay. She was you okay you did it. not I, want them reheated. I wanted 
Chick-fil-A. There you I go. settled for them cold. There you but, go. I mean, which I mean, a rookie mistake though. Like it, it came in like a hero with the Chick-fil-A, but I got her Mountain Dew. I got her like three different kinds, but they were all in a bottle. And I could see the disappointment on can. her face. Can. The can's can better. is more carbonated okay. and it's less. So it's like, because if you just let it sit, the bottom's kind of gross. It gets yeah. like really sweet and there's no fizz. So that's how, that's basically like a shook up Mountain Dew in the bottle. Like it's not mm. like a legit crispy. Benjamin, do you agree or disagree? Bottle or sure. can? A can. Amen. See? Yeah, <laughs> no. he gets it. My yeah. dad got bottles. Will sit here. Oh, I should have. It'll get about my dad this, on. this far and then she won't drink it because oh, it's, it's, it's just the syrup at that point. It's not even fizzy. But I'm too cheap to buy the like little ones. <laughs> you yeah. meet in Chicago during the layover. And I can I can I say this? It's yeah. not a podcast. He's a very nice guy, but there's a guy that's clearly very interested in Gabe. And he's like hovering in the background the whole time as we meet. And he keeps being like, Gabe, we gotta go. Gabe, we gotta go. Our flight, we gotta go. Wait, who is this guy and how did he come in the picture? He's the guy that I taught with it at the school. Oh, and we had gone in a couple of days. Yeah. He's and he sees the sparks flying. I mean, he is just <laughs> he like, must Dude. know. He mm-hmm. saw the Chick-fil-A in hand. Yeah. He was like, Oh damn. He didn't get any Chick-fil-A. And there was <laughs> and there's no spark. So he's <laughs> the guy that thinks any. he's got a he's chance. So he's got no chance. Great, yeah. But yeah. there was no okay. sparks. Yes. There's no sparks. Yeah. Kind of yes. sparks. So anyway, she tries to like stay. Like, okay, I'm going to ask the airline, can I stay and we'll spend the day and we'll do all that. This will be like our first date. And the airline's like, no, it's not oh. happening. And so she flies out. I saw her for five minutes, but I got her phone number. And oh. so yeah. I asked her to a wedding and I'm like, hey, I got this wedding. It's down in Missouri. Why don't we meet there? It's kind of in the middle. And she's like, mm, nice idea. No. <laughs> And then she goes, That's oh, but girl. try again. In fairness, but yeah. try again. Yeah. Yeah. I got to meet you in a random state. And then I'm like, now I'm really hooked. In a random yeah. hotel. Right. Like, what is that? I'm like, so then we share a hotel Wait, no. room? No, no, no. I didn't want to spell out the logistics. I was yeah. like, ooh, that's awkward. That's like try a super again. intense. What you said. And he was. might be a very engaging <laughs> killer. Yes. There you go. I was like, let's pick not a dungeon. I mean. Sorry. No offense. I just But she said try again. But she said try again. So she's like, all those people, like, you'll know them all. I won't. I didn't know many of the people there, but that's it was, a hard first. So yeah. I was like, "All right, you date. picked. Where are we going? Like, you're here for a summer here. Like, we'll we'll do this. You want me to come down there? You want to come up to Chicago? So she's like, "Oh, I haven't been to Chicago." Mm-hmm. So she came up to Chicago, and I had like I was living there for a long time. We had tons of friends, and so it was kind of like this. And she had a friend that was in Michigan, and so mm-hmm. she's like, "We'll take the train, and if it's really bad, I can just leave early." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so she <laughs> yes. had her out. I had and my out. By the end, my well, halfway through, I think. I, I didn't think it was going very well. I'll be honest. I was like, mm, I'm starting to pull out. This isn't going great. And then I don't. It just turned around. And by the end, I think both of us were really in. Like, yeah. You told your friend. I did. This I, is it. I went back and I was like, I think I'm going to marry him. And she was like, Oh. Which is the least Gabe thing you will. Ever... I was always like, Cut and run. Cut and run. I'm out. Like, I just, I gotta be without a doubt. I gotta be without a doubt. And I yeah. found. What I was looking for, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Wow. The most like, proud moment of my life right uh, there. For the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it's, you've all heard it. It is saved. Uh, I can listen to this morning again and smile uh, every time. Yeah, man. Yes. Uh, that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. True. So, so you guys. I ended up deferring. I had a, a job out in California uh, being a counselor half the time, pastor. And uh, I was like, hey, I'd love to do this, but I need six months. Like, this is kind of the real deal, and I've wanted to go to China anyway, so I'm going to go out there. And she, he went and taught at our school for six months. So you were at so. the same school mm-hmm. for six school. months. He was actually yeah. my partner teacher. They have like really large class sizes of like sixty, and they split it. And so you teach English te- one half, and they teach the other. So you kind of correspond with each other. Like 
what you're planning, what you're doing, what the level of the students is and stuff. So like he was my partner teacher. So like we got even more time together to like plan and we combine classes sometimes. So like it was just cool because he got to see then this is my heart. I've lived here for two years. I'm it's my third year here. Like I want to live internationally. Like I love this. This has formed me. All yeah. this stuff, you know, and then he got to be there for that. And he wanted to be there for that. And so that was a big thing I've too. I loved Asia. She loves yeah. Asia. But this is my first time experiencing it. Yeah. What it would be like. It was just such I'm just a... picturing those kids like from those classes. And we had just. I'm we had picture... fun. We had so much fun. So much fun. But such like they picked their own English names. And so like I had a blue goat. I had a, a kid who's like Cinderella. Give me, a, give me a funny name, so I named hey, him Hasselhoff. Cinderella is a, a Hasselhoff. One. <laughs> there was a Hasselhoff. He named him. Yes. He Cinderella. was so cute, and then you felt so bad because he was such a sweet, innocent kid, and he'd be like, "I'm Hasselhoff," and we're like, "Oh, we couldn't like, say it." Yeah, oh, yeah. we felt bad. He a funny name. At he was Fort so Hayes, sweet. There was always I, Cinderella was one of the yes. most popular names. You might know some of the same. We had yeah, a few, the we same Cinderella Christmases. Oh, seriously, it was like Christmas. But now that I know, they just pick we had like a bunny. Yeah. Oh, man. We had some weird ones. Blue Goat was my favorite. Blue Goat. <laughs> and I was like, how did you funny. get the name Blue Goat? He goes, well, one day I was kicking the ball and people said it looked like a goat, but it's blue because it's a sad story. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> all right. We got, made it. It's Manistee where I live. That's how they name all their restaurants. We have the Blue Fish. We have the Blue Bullfrog. There and it's go. like, all right, guys, let's think of something else. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, so yeah. go to China together, serve in mm-hmm. there. So when did you like, man, you know what? I'm going to put a ring on it. Yeah, do the was, dance. So I came back, <laughs> and That's what it was uh, yeah, she came back, and we were visiting her parents, and mm-hmm. uh, I was like, "Man, I'm I'm going big on this one." And so I took her up in a hot air balloon. She'd always said she wanted to do it. She was mm-hmm. terrified. I did not know how afraid of heights she was. <laughs> I really did want to do it. It was amazing. She didn't even answer it me. Was, she was so scared. It's we a very shallow line. box. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I didn't anticipate that. Where it's like just above your knee. It's like, oh, what is this? Wow. We're crammed in here like sardines, like. And there's like one little rung on the side. I was like, yeah. this is not safe. I'd like scrape together every nickel I had to do it. And... It was awesome. I, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I was shaking the whole time. Like, before So that's where you popped the question? That is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we went back to her hometown then. and or It wasn't had, even her hometown. It's where her parents live. But they, they like moved. closed off a small town. They closed off the street and had like, like a little engagement party. party. It was so it was fun. Super cool. I started so. getting this fear of commitment immediately afterwards. <laughs> and every hand I shook, I was like, oh, you're going to hate me. If this doesn't yeah, work out. Oh, yeah, you're going to hate yeah. me if this doesn't the work out. The whole town will They are them. very aware of how they were feeling in things. I know. This that's, is that's, incredible that's, to see. crazy? I know. Because like, I'm over here having therapy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I am now remembering <laughs> the week before I was married to Darcy. We were both 21. We went to see a movie and the only one that was we hadn't seen in the theater was Father of the Bride. Mm. <laughs> Father oh. of the Bride 2 or which, whichever oh. one where the daughter's getting married. Yep. And I panicked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a complete on, you know, thanks Steve Martin. Yeah. Yes. Full, like I was yes. like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I had it the week after I proposed and the week of the wedding too. And I mean, the whole time I just kept having to say like, okay, is this wisdom or is this fear? Mm-hmm. Like what's mm-hmm. going on? Is it So are you a counselor at this time? Uh, I had worked as a counselor at yeah. that time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because mm-hmm. they are, they're hyper aware of stuff. I just watched OU softball before my wedding. And, then I yelled you. <laughs> and you know what? I was watching that same game while you were going nuts, cheering it on when it was like 20 something. I just remember, on, I'll never forget whatever John walking in and going, softball? <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Watch oh, so good. it was so good. It was, it was such a so good story. So, <clears throat> you guys get married. Yep. Where? So obviously, you guys are Christians. Like you've mm-hmm. both opened that piece up. But like, what was? What did that look like in you guys' relationship? What did that look like in marriage and serving in China? Like, 
Was it like, oh, this could become missional? Or, or did it, you go back yeah. to China? Or yeah. were you now what? stateside? Yeah. All of the above. Wow. Yeah. The answer's yes. We got a, we got a lot still. To... There was some, yeah, Chiang Mai, where we are now, is a long way off at that point. We came back to Michigan after that. I finished the whole year teaching there. I still wasn't really done, but he had come back halfway through to do a job that didn't pan out. Yeah, there ended up for being multiple some reasons, stuff. and there was like some trauma and hard stuff involved with that. And we came back to Grand Rapids, short story, because he had had connections there, and it was a, a church body that loved him and could breathe life into us as a new married couple and where we had support. And so coming off of that like crappy situation of him essentially being jobless for six months after having a really good job promise and like having all these ties cut that had been pretty toxic, like we needed to have something healthy. Mm-hmm. I had and a so, mentor in my life, one of the professors there at Ted's who then I ended up having to go in and report for some unethical stuff. And so that was, and, and then that was going like, my boss. And so that was like, I walked away from the job over it. And like, but then so that person it was, it was lost it and burned all these bridges and stuff. And so we were like, well, let's, if we're going to just start somewhere, at least you have connections at Crossroads. He ended up getting a job at Crossroads and sorry. And we, um, we moved there and we lived there for eight years yeah. and loved it. Bought yeah. a house. I think was it even more than that? Had a kid. Yeah, it was, no, it was close. eight or nine years. Yeah, I worked at Crossroads Bible Church. Free shout out. Yeah. <laughs> Completely free shout out. That's a good church. Yep. We love Crossroads. And I was We're still part of Crossroads. More than a decade total on staff. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you do on staff? So this is where God brings some things around. I'm in Turkey mm-hmm. with the staff there, with uh, the senior pastor, executive pastor, worship pastor. And we had someone, uh, an opening open up and they're like, hey, Brandon, we... We know that we wanted you to get on staff like in a pastoral role, but we need an accountant and an HR person. And so I'm like, well, oddly enough, I'm a finance uh, major and a uh, HR major. So like, let's, and they're like, I know it's not like ideal. I was like, this is great. Like, I just want to be on staff. I want to do anything. So I was the uh, accountant and finance person at the church and then an intern at the same time. So we kind of doubled that up. And then I came back as the student pastor later and then became the associate pastor. Wow. I feel like I've I have the record for the most jobs for the church and elder and all that too. Yeah. So like yeah, a lot of different roles. So full disclosure, um, I'm having a blast, and I'm writing down all of these things for the future, just to see if we can cherry pick somebody away from Crossroads Bible <laughs> yeah, Church some, someday. Oh, is that I'm gonna get in trouble for this? No, <laughs> I'm no, no, get in no, no, for no, 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 no. Hey, we just shh. we don't know where the Lord's gonna lead. We don't know oh the Lord's my goodness! I can listen to this guy talk all day. Oh, it. <laughs> it's fascinating. It. This is my favorite podcast ever, too. This is the first time we've had a guest leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While I was okay. talking, it's yeah. marriage. Hey, you asked about hey, Christ and marriage. Benji, <laughs> can we get a shot of Gabe's empty chair? <laughs> Gabe just she just yeah, left. She just She's left. done. Yeah. She's ticked. That, ladies and gentlemen, and is she what just we like went to call away. Rapture. <laughs> <laughs> look over she's just yeah. like i'm out yeah. i'm done again yeah. <laughs> and she's like and this interview is over yeah. <laughs> she's very easily offended guys yeah <laughs> is she really, she's oh, really not at all. <laughs> so you were on staff for a decade at crossroads bible church yeah so it kind of yeah. like i was on staff for a couple years i went to trinity then i they asked me to come back that first summer i was gonna take classes and they're like oh can you come back and do the accountant thing again um and so i came back and did that and then i can't i was eight nine years as a pastor than the second yeah. sense. So yeah. And so you're starting a family there. Kids are coming, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Kids yeah. are coming. Yeah. We have two little ones. We have Addie and Noel. Addie's five now. Noel is three mm. and they're just, they're a blast. And then to see them raised in another country, it's fun to see like, just for the interest of this, you guys might be interested, like them coming back to America 
in the things that shock them. Mm. Like there's warm water in this sink. (laughs) (laughs) They haven't experienced warm water in a sink or I can throw the toilet paper in the toilet. Like, yeah. Like they feel like they're being naughty. Oh, I just had it. it. (laughs) So, uh, Gabe, are you done being upset? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Was I upset? We've never had someone walk out. Uh, I was so mad. I don't remember why. I'm over it now. No. So you're saying Addy and Noah. So, so yeah. your two daughters, like they're born in GR and you're born part of this church. Just barely. Church. Yeah. Pastor and loving yeah. it, doing just any number of things. Started a counseling department in the church. And um, so, so where's your degree at Ted's? Uh, uh, was, was that in counseling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got an MDiv at Ted's and then I emphasized in counseling and then I took all of my electives in counseling and I gotcha. worked the whole time as a pastoral counselor alongside licensed counselors. So mm-hmm. I would spend my weekends at Ted's flying to California, Washington, Guatemala, Missouri, and I would counsel for, you know, four days straight or whatever, or spring break for even longer and then would return back. But we'd pack in, you know, like seven hour intensives with people. And then we'd have someone in the afternoon that's doing like a four hour intensive. And so it was, I was like a drinking from a fire hose as far as like the amount that it was, but it was amazing. And then I went back when I was in Grand Rapids, I got another degree in um, counseling from Calvin. Wow. Wow. So how did uh, Asia Biblical Theological Seminary or ABTS to insiders (laughs) Uh, Abbots. Yes. <laughs> uh, how did that come into the play? So, like, we know about the China love, and it's yeah. interesting. Like, I'm guessing here, um, God has a way to use our gifts, abilities, talents, and passions, mm-hmm. not just to bring people together, but to get us kind of where He wants us. Yeah. yeah. So, for that one, Cornerstone. What was that? The walk. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you tell them about the walk? The walk. So, we were walking around our neighborhood, and I was pregnant with Noel, maybe with our second yeah. daughter at that time. Maybe. Yeah, yeah I was. probably early. No, Early, yeah, yeah. Anyways, but it doesn't matter. Anyways, I was pretty pregnant You at guys that all time. remember that time, right? When pretty she was pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. We're, There's pretty um, pregnant as opposed to not so pregnant. She was definitely- <laughs> Pretty pregnant. If she was pregnant, she was not very pregnant. No. With Noel because Anyhow, we went <laughs> it's so not relevant, Let's but we were walking around the block. Wait, hang on. I still haven't settled. How pregnant are you? <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we, um, we had this talk, you know, you have like every so often you have this like where you're both have your heads in the right spot and you're like, where do we see ourselves in 10 years or 20 years? Like, and, and sometimes you have those like t- someone asks that and you're like, I don't know. I'm not in a place to discuss that. Like, I just, I don't have the capacity or I am not thinking like that. We were both in that yeah. place. Where we had we... just come up like out of a, a particularly difficult ministry season, but we're entering mm-hmm. into like just a sweet time. Yeah. And it gave us like the ability to exhale and like and to say, say like, hey, what is long term? Yeah. And we love, we love where we're at, yeah. but I don't know that we feel like we are like wiggled into exactly the right puzzle spot for long term. And you know, you've always, family. like, we went back to China in a, in a stunt that you guys didn't hear about. Oh, there was another, um, we went back to China again. Where Crossroads wanted me to move from being student pastor to associate pastor. And I said, like, I'd love to do this, but I have to ask you for something that I should just never ask you for. And they're like, what? And I was like, well, my wife has always said before you have kids, she wants to return to I China. I want to go live over. And I don't again. want her calling to come secondary to mine in any way. And so we want to go to China. And they were like, okay, take an academic year. Me- Gave us a year and we went and lived and taught in China. Mm-hmm. Again, <laughs> a different yeah. place. I don't know what made me but, think of that, but. Well, all that to oh. say, yeah, I we were, you know, we're like, okay, discussing what do we want to, where do we see ourselves? Um, 
are you going to be in a pastoral role? Because for me, I was I was teaching ESL. I'd been teaching all that time uh, down at Western Michigan University mm-hmm. in Kalamazoo and loving it. And I was teaching um, English to mostly Saudis and lots of um, English language learners. Found what I want to do for the rest of my life. Um, and I can do that mostly anywhere. I can especially do that overseas, but I can do that in a lot of places in the States. So for me, I'm pretty versatile. For him, after teaching English, teaching English was not really a ministry as much as you had opportunities for like discipleship. It wasn't him doing, he wanted to do more of a church-related ministry, like full-time. And so while it scratched a certain itch, it didn't like make him feel fulfilled, certainly. Gabe loves being creative. And like, okay, we have the constraint of like language. Language. How can mm-hmm. I maximize what we can do in this tiny little box? And I'm yes. like, I want just like, let's he just wants talk the full and I can use all my words and you can <laughs> no. use all your words and like, yeah. I want, I love the creativity that comes <clears throat> out from working within confines of some sort. And so mm-hmm. I think that's why ESL works for me. And like, I, yeah, I love that creative space in there. So um, we were thinking though, for us, for him, what would he do then if he's not being an associate pastor at a church that we love in a city that we really enjoy? And I was like, well, I guess I could see you doing something that is maybe working alongside the church, like parallel, but maybe not in the church, like maybe in academia, um, something with discipleship for sure in counseling um, and maybe creating curriculum because he'd be doing these classes at church that were just phenomenal. They were discipleship classes. and He was making the curriculum from scratch for them. And they were just like they were people would say life changing, like heard many people say that. And they were so good. And I sat through them and like like something with curriculum and I don't know, maybe like living emotional overseas. discipleship. Like, yeah. It yeah. being able to counsel, essentially, teaching other people in the church, the body, raising them up to counsel. Yeah. So um by working through your own heart, essentially, and then being able to do that with other people once you've once you've recognized those skills, kind of. So it was just a gift. It was really cool. And so we wanted to work that in. I was like, and traveling and living in Asia. <laughs> and he's like, sounds great. What's that job? And I was like, I don't know, but sounds great, doesn't it? And he's like, Yeah. Well, Enter Cornerstone University. Yes. So I'm chatting with, uh, I forget if it was like the head of the ministry department or Bible or something. So I'm talking with one of the professors there and we're just hanging out and he's like, we got to get you teaching some classes. He's like, look, look at your schedule. I want to pitch this. And so he offers me some classes to teach. And I went to Crossroads and they were like, do it. Like they're, they're very big on like, hey, you've got to have some mm. things that are outside of just the church bubble. And so they're like, absolutely. We fully support this. We think you'd be great at it. Go do it. It just didn't work schedule-wise. Um, I would have had to miss too many meetings that were really important ones that couldn't be rescheduled. And I was like, okay, it's not the right thing. So I was talking with a professor at GRTS. And he's like, we got to get you in here teaching some classes. That's the seminary for Cornerstone. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, boy, there's something like, this is random. I haven't had anyone ask me to do this, but now two people in a matter of a couple months. And so I looked at it again and it just didn't quite line up with what I was hoping for. And then I found out that they had a third branch. And what you guys don't know is like when we traveled around Asia. So when you teach English, they give you like two months off during the winter and you can fly back to America and spend gobs of money, or you can spend like a fraction of that and just kind of travel around Asia because China actually closes down. Like it's, it's their holiday. And so Mm -hmm. like no students are around, no anything. So we would just kind of travel around Asia and we were on the plane and I don't do this ever really, but we're on the plane. We're landing in Chiang Mai. And at this point, Gabe has told me it's taken me 10 years to convince her to go to Thailand. She's like, I've been there too much. I don't like it, blah, blah, blah. So we land in Chiang Mai and I'm like, oh, we're going to live here. And I looked at her and like, Chiang Mai is beautiful, but it's not like the most beautiful no. place yeah. in, no. in Asia. Yeah. Right? It wouldn't and, elicit that response naturally. Yeah. Well, no, no, I want to defend oh, okay, my city. No, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, so the whole time that we're there, I'm like, I really think we're going to live here. 
And then for like, I'm ADD. And so I might say something, but for <laughs> me to like for years follow it up with yeah. like Chiang Mai, Chiang Mai, Chiang Mai. And so I find out that Cornerstone has this third branch that no one ever talks about. No one seems to know that it even exists, but they have Cornerstone, they have GRTS, the seminary, and then they have a seminary based in Chiang Mai, Thailand that goes all around Asia to the different countries that we've traveled now. And so we know a little bit about them. We love them. I mean, it's, it's very thin knowledge at this point of each one of those, but they're going into Myanmar. They're going to Singapore, to Philippines, to India. Cambodia, to India, Mongolia, India, China. Mongolia, like all over Asia. And so it's exactly what Gabe had drawn up. So, um, well, oh yeah, well, so I, I reached out to him. I was like, well, if I'm going to teach at one of these schools and, corner, and Crossroads is like, yeah, do it. So I'm like, I'm going to go do one of their 10 day intensives. So I'll go over there for 10 days and I'll mm-hmm. teach a class and then I'll fly back. And when I emailed, the dean was like, hey, absolutely. We'd love to have you. But would you consider full time? They're like, we've been looking for a counseling professor for years. And so what they have is they've been around for about 40 years. They've been teaching New Testament, Old Testament, systematics. But the students, I mean, when you look at some of these countries, like if you look at what's going on in Myanmar right now, the civil war that's raged for 70 years, but in the last two years, the coup that's taken place and the amount of just like burned villages and atrocities that have been going on. These pastors are like, everything's coming to us, but we don't know how to care for our people. Thanks this. for systematic theology. How yes. about people in trauma? Yes. Exactly. Yes. And, and so, isn't that how Jesus met people? He met them where they were at. hundred percent. Not with, oh, let me t- teach you some systematic yes. theology. Yep. Yes. Instead, he was, go and get your husband. Yeah. What <laughs> Gabe was just sharing yeah. of like, it was in that moment of shame of feeling like you couldn't possibly love me. Yes. And God's saying like, no, I, yes. I, I still in love you even the now. Need that's there. there are real needs there. You know what I mean? Especially in countries that are, oh, sorry. Especially <laughs> in countries, um, I mean, that we now are in very close proximity to, like, and there, it's just, yeah. it's a lesser known. It's not in the headlines, you know, but like, there's, there's just a lot, so there's a lot there and there's no resources there. Yeah. So as far uh, as counseling, <laughs> the, the, the very first time and this place for our tab listeners, they're talking about Chiang Mai. Chiang Mai is in the Northern part of Thailand. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's the same country that has Bangkok, Oriental mm-hmm. city where the city don't go, you know, <laughs> come on. Is there more I to sang that? this I every time I flew I into that song. More. Every time I fly into that city, that song's in my head and it stays in my head for a week. Yeah. One night in Bangkok. Right. But <laughs> Chiang Mai, however, Chiang Mai, uh, what I learned uh, the first time that I went there, which was mm-hmm. uh, 20 some years ago, and then two times since. Can you explain why Chiang Mai is strategic to mm. missions yeah. worldwide? It's not a secret, yeah. but to a lot of people that don't mm-hmm. know a lot about mm-hmm. ministry and missions in right. Southeast Asia, can you explain that for yeah. us? Yeah. Chiang Mai is kind of the hub of mission activity for a whole region. So it's in the 1040 window, which is already a very strategic um, mission target spot, but it's an open country. So sorry. Thai- sorry. We are not Christian ghetto at the tab. I know what 1040 <laughs> okay. window is. What is 10 and 40? Yeah. So that's, I almost started going there and then I confess like internally, I was like, is it latitude or longitude? I don't oh, know. So yeah. let's just go over that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay, bro. One of them's latitude. One of them's longitude. I think, yeah. Is, yeah. I think long is longitude. Like if you yeah. think of it that way. Well, yeah, I know those two, but I don't know which one's 10 and which one's 40. I don't there either. Is 40 and 10. But it, it is doesn't a, matter. You can look it up on Google right latitude. now, guys. There's this amazing yeah. thing. Is the equator, right? I'm gonna go with you. I'm I'm gonna go with you. Yeah. All I'll say, yeah, it's it's a region that are like the area that has the most people and it has like it's the least reach group. And so there's a lot of missions emphasis that says, hey, let's look in the 1040 window. And Chiang Mai is in the center of that. And I mean, Thailand itself is ninety-nine point three percent, I think it is, last time I looked, non-Christian. 
Um, but it's free. But it's free. Thailand is free. And they're not oppressive as yeah, far as- Yeah, it's not yes. oppressive it and they're actually, free. Yep. And they're surrounded yes. by nations that are- Not free. Not free. Yep. And, and not politically safe yes. a lot of times. Yes. yes. Or physically safe. Yes. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and these people don't mm-hmm. have Jesus. There are more missionaries in Chiang Mai, Thailand than any place that I can think of in the world, but very few of them are actually reaching Chiang Mai, Thailand. Like yeah. they're very few are there to stay. Too. Right, right. Like so they're, they're in Chiang Mai, they come but for they're a going to yeah. all of these. Before they go so back out, we're friends to with people that are free Burma Rangers and that kind of thing, and they go into the jungle and they. I've seen the movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the free Burma Rangers. So, yep. A few friends, kind of our age, that that's where they chose to make their home, and they go in there and they're helping to bring people up out of the war torn area and everything else, and so. That's just like an example of why someone would be close, but then they're doing their mm-hmm. ministry right. in, another, in a mm-hmm. neighboring And country. so pastors or full-time ministry people, nationals in yeah. all of these countries where they go to get an education, mm-hmm. Chiang Mai, yeah. because they can go there for free. And, well, and, and we also t- they bring the education to them wherever they're at. So we have a hub in Chiang Mai, but they literally put the, the professor on a plane and take them to oh. the refugee camp in Myanmar. Or in the in Thailand, but it's a Myanmar refugee camp. Or they take them to um, Delhi, India, and they have the intensive class there. If they have like twenty five people who are willing to commit to take yeah. that master's wow. track, they so, go literally so to their doorstep. And that's yeah. part of us trying to say, too, like, I mean, most people like so ninety five percent of pastors in Asia have no theological training. Like, imagine that, like, whatever job you're doing as you're listening to this, 95% of people have no training in that job. Like the same as the tab, I think. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go there. But but you guys have resources galore here, right? And there you don't have that. And so when you're in some of these places, it's like people are crying out for some of that, but they can't even fly to Chiang Mai, like the the cost of that. Mm -hmm. And so what we do is we take like, okay, availability and affordability are huge issues. What if we took those off the table? Mm. What if we could just alleviate that? So we get communities, like Gabe said, 20 to 25 students that'll say, we'll commit to the whole program. And we say, we'll commit to bring every single professor to you. You'll never have to leave. You'll take all your classes together. So they're actually getting unity for the church because mm-hmm. it's a lot of different churches right there because they're taking a full master's program together and dialoguing about it. Mm-hmm. And we're getting a chance to go in there and we see their hometown, we see the spots and we we get a chance to like contextualize for that area. So Gabe mentioned, I think you said the refugee camps. Like mm-hmm. that's one of the sites that we have is the Korean refugee camp. Can I share that thing about that? Of course. That? So um, rewind the tape a little until when I was back at PBA in Florida going to college. Palm and Beach Atlantic. Palm yeah, Beach Atlantic. Yeah. Hashtag. Um, so I went on a trip my first year, a mission trip. They're really big into missions. And I did a trip to China. And that's how I made that connection with China, fell in love with China Got a job at one of the universities we taught at for a day. That's where I ended up working later. Um, the next year, went to the Philippines and Cambodia and Laos and did another mission trip. Um, the next year, went to Thailand. And while we were in Thailand, we worked at an orphanage and we taught a little. And then we went up to the northern border and visited a camp of displaced people from Myanmar and learned at that time for the first time for me why that camp was set up, how long it had been there. Which is like thir- it's, it's 30 some 40 odd years. years. Yeah. I think it's so, 1984. And it's like a camp with barbed wire like, around 40 years, sorry. the fences and the outside that we had special permission to go in. You're not allowed to go in as like a foreigner just for any reason. You have to have a permission for something. And we had humanitarian right um, permission granted somehow through our school. And we were able to go in and see a little bit of the camp, not much, um, but talk to some of the people that were in charge. And so 
for the first time in my life, I learned about the crisis that was going on there. And um, I remember just being utterly shocked because, I mean, and you're like kind of naive. I hate to say naive, but um, I was as far as like, I'm just this college student and I went to a Christian school, but I don't know about these world events. And I don't, I think in my mind, I didn't realize that so many things in the world could still be unsolved and yeah. un. Yeah. Like, you know, that people yeah, say there's like nothing new a under the sun. complete disaster. And it's a but, humanitarian disaster. No one does anything about no. it. No. Right? Yeah, and and right. how can that exist? Like, everything has been done. Everything has been figured out. Everything has been seen. With, right? But yeah. no. And yeah. I think that was the first time it really dawned on me. Like, if there's not money, if there's not something at stake that affects people with money, maybe not. Maybe these people just sit here in this camp and suffer in these horrible conditions and that's Born in just the camp life. with no passport, no so, yeah. way to leave, no way to work. And you're talking Th- about 40 no year olds that no. have yeah. never, they know nothing about that. They have no identity. And so Thailand has taken them in so that they don't get killed. Yeah. But Thailand says, you're not ours. You yeah. don't, you don't have a We're not going to assimilate you, you into our work. culture. Nope. You have no. to stay in this little place. You can't even yeah. leave. Like, and yeah. so could you imagine like not only- Hundreds of thousands. Like this isn't a small little thing. Born prisoners. Yes. And so, I mean, imagine being a kid born into that. Your parents are in there. That's all you've ever seen. And like, you cannot work. What do you do for a hobby? What do you do for a job? Like, what do you hope to be? It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? And so I remember seeing this and just thinking, I left, was weeping, was like, why do I know this now? This is, this is such a heavy thing to carry. And I'm 22 and I don't have anything that could, except for a whole lot of privilege, I don't have anything that could change anything that I just saw. And so I walked out and was just like, well, that was hopeless. That's fun to carry now. And I guess I will be. And, and I did. And I told people about it and talked about it. And, um, remember being a little ticked at God was like, thanks for that. Like, um, I guess I'll just sit with that for a while. And so when fast forward again, um, get married, Get a degree, teach for a long time, have a kid, have a house. Then we find out about this job and the job description. Like whenever the guy got back to him and was like, hey, like we'd love to actually have you come do this long term. The job description was literally teach alongside the church, like in this academic setting, like do discipleship, create curriculum, like disciple pastors, teach counseling, do it in Asia. It was like that is literally what we were asking God for this miraculous Mm. job. And we looked at the locations where they go, and one of them was the camp that I visited in 2005 when I was this little kid with nothing to offer, and we're bringing them counseling skills like that they're asking for. They're saying, give me this tool. This is the tool that I need to find freedom. And we're like, okay, we have something that we can bring. Like, And that's like— Just so full circle. We can't—if I went in there and Stop. I was like— <laughs> Not supposed to—no tears on the pocket. Got me going. <laughs> yeah. He got me leaking. Don't look at me, Benjamin. Sorry, bro. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Right no, no, saying. no. You're fine. But like, I can't go in there as a counselor. Yeah. If I go in there and like, you can read news articles that talk about the level of abuse, the level of alcoholism, the level of suicide, that it's just epidemic levels. But if, if you go in there as an outsider and you're like, ask about any of those things, they'll say, oh, those things are terrible. We, but we don't have those here. Because they they would, if they admitted it, it would lose face for the whole community. Mm-hmm. And that's such a big thing is like, you don't talk bad about the mm-hmm. community or cause them to look bad so what we do is we go in there and, and we get a chance to train up the pastors and leaders that are in the camps to be able to care for their own people because they can go in and they can actually expose some of these things and they can say like john they're not going to say john mm-hmm. but it's like um and I, I know what's been going on 
I know what's been going on in your life. I know what just happened with your daughter. I know this or that. Like, let's talk about it. And they can actually be a, an agent of change there. Mm. And they're wanting that kind of training. Oh, wow. And so it's just, yeah, it's not, I love the model of it not being us. It's not Western centered. It's a Western accredited degree that will give them the tools to be able to use that degree wherever they want. But it's not us going in and being like, no. Oh, we have a plan here and this is what we're going to introduce. Like we're not introducing any of this. This is, this is an East meets West yep. concept. This is like just as much input from the students. And it's, it's There's something 20 that of you to wrestle with this together yes. as a group. How would you implement this into your context? Mm-hmm. What would work right. for you? Right. Here's the knowledge. Here's the background. Here's the different counseling techniques. Right. There's let's pick them apart. But now let's put it in your culture. What would and work? A, yeah. a mm-hmm. lot of with counseling. Yeah. I can talk about some of the mistakes that the West has made. I can talk about the history of how we've responded because they're, Counseling is just now starting to to become a bigger thing. I mean, for millennia, where did people go when they had any kind of mental health issue? They went to the church. They went to the temple. They mm-hmm. went to the mosque. They went to the religious communities. Um, it's only now starting to shift similar to here where it's more in the healthcare realm. Mm-hmm. But to be able to say, this is how the church has responded here, both good and bad. And what are you guys going to do? And how can you respond to this? And how can you care for your people really well? Mm-hmm. Um, it's been fun to get a chance to have some of those conversations with them. So we... We need to back up a second because, um, I mean, I love this from, but this is more for our listeners. Mm. Um, we find the dream we've always wanted. It involves Asia. Mm-hmm. It involves travel. Yeah. It involves building deeply, programs, discipling pastors. Yeah. It involves uh, yeah. Like yeah. teaching. Yeah, but like, like yeah. where you're gifted, <clears throat> but also for your family, like where you've wanted to live yeah. right down to this college missions trip moment yeah. where yeah. your tears was like this deep passion for yeah. these forgotten people that yeah. even people on our podcast are like I had no idea they're googling yeah. it right now right? Yeah. but in all that and, and then the you know we had no idea that this school I'm going to go work yeah. for too much so let's get back to the reality mm-hmm. all right would you guys be missionaries okay go through the application process go through the whole deal and then it's like then here comes the hammer and you have to raise your money to mm-hmm. go do it oh it- I actually would have appreciated if that was what it was. There's a bigger hammer. Bigger um, hammer. Yeah. Uh-oh. The recruiting pitch is, by the way, the pay is negative $500 a month <laughs> <laughs> because we require our professors to actually support the whole school. Yeah, right. To, to so we pay our tie staff. We, we have to keep the lights on. So you have on. to raise your own salary, oh, yeah. yes. your own expenses, yes. uh-huh. family's expenses, because there's a yep. family of four Travel to these different we countries. Have Addie and Noel, yes. yep. your travel but yeah. then you have to raise for the school. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's Gabe the hammer I was me. guessing. Yeah. She, w- she wasn't excited to be a pastor. I was never I'm just gonna be honest going with to you. do that. I was well, like, I was never going to be a pastor. So we're no. Yeah. Yeah. No. I was, yeah. I was like, like no. I have a job. Yeah. I, I've gotten degrees to do this. I could be, t- I have been paid to do this. Why well, would I well, ever the second not? Thing. You didn't want to marry a pastor. And then she, she said, yes. all right, I can, I love I'll you. I can do this, but I'll never support raise. Yes. I'll never ask people for money. God has a funny sense of humor, doesn't he? Yeah. I know. Don't say anything. Yeah, don't, don't ever never, make these yeah, declarations, never. guys. Oh, oh. Never be a pastor. Lesson. Never live in Michigan. Never live in Oh, Michigan I was waited. another one. I'll yeah. never be sponsored by Chick-fil-A in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> never. Unless you slip it right in there. It's gonna Let's happen. all say it together. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. We re- that's I read the reality. email. Sorry, kick, like, kick, the email's kick. like, he lays it out, and it was everything that we talked about. But the last thing was support race. And I had just read it to myself, and then I'm like, Gabe, you got to read this. And mm-hmm. I was waiting because I knew the last one, and I was like, oh, it's going to kill it. She's going to be done. And I got all the way to the bottom one and I said, and you have to raise your support. And she was like, we can do it. And I was mm-hmm. like, 
what? what? It's like, <laughs> I, this is everything that God's made hey, you to be. We can do that part. Like, that's okay. We just said, like, God, if there's anything like this ridiculous ask, we would love to do that. We feel like we're equipped to do that. Can we do that? He gives us that. And they were like, well, it's not really exactly what I was looking for yeah, as far as yeah. the pay. Like, shh. Shut your mouth. Come on. Yeah, like you yeah. don't yeah, don't yeah, yeah, calm right. about that. That's yeah. It was so what was that number? Sorry, uh, we're real direct here. Yeah, no. Yeah, what was I think number? we were aiming for like a hundred grand a year because of um for us that's a salary of like forty five for our family of four. Mm-hmm. But then it's all the expenses it's of the ministry. So like bringing you know, the you, classes to the students. Yeah, you want to bring books to to do the library. That's awesome. But like we yeah. got to get those books mm-hmm. there, and so that's and that's a hundred k you have to raise a year. A year. Mm-hmm. And so did you but start at your church? We yeah. did. Well, thing, I was really uncomfortable with that. Well, first here's the thing. But that was a big that was a big part of it. We we wanted to go on a vision trip, even though we'd been to Chiang Mai. I'd mm-hmm. been there seven times at that point to backpack. Well, guess what? When you have a kid and you're expecting another kid. And you're going to live there with your family. You're looking with different eyes. And I was like, yeah. okay, no. But for real, what is the transportation that we will be using? And can we get a vehicle? And That's is it right. scary to drive a vehicle? And what kind of house will we have? And like, will we have a church? What's it was, our community? Yes. Where's what, the neighborhood? Do we have yeah, support? is there a school for my kids? Yeah. yeah. And so it we was went. A terrible visit. It okay. So I was eight months pregnant um, because we were like, yo, if we're going to pull the trigger, we need to pull the trigger and start the ball rolling and and raise support. But we need to know if we want to. Well, we either go now or after you have a newborn. Yeah, we're trying yeah, to discern, right. is, is this what we're called to do? So we did it when I was seven months pregnant and we stayed until I was eight months pregnant. And it was delightful. And I got food poisoning and <laughs> it was a big yeah. thing. And I don't like, tra- okay, I yeah. like being in tight. I don't like flying there at all. No. You're no. in the plane. You've been I know. to Sri Lanka. That's when, yes. we got, that's when you get the big call up from the tab. <laughs> but eight months pregnant? Yeah, well, dude. You I can't know. believe how many times she was asked for her doctor's note. Because yeah, I was huge. Every single person's like, you should not They're be like, girl, turn around. I was like, seven months. They're like, no. <laughs> just seven, seven months, months on the way there. Let me on. And then it was like, you just clicked into the And it's a Middle Eastern airline. So they were like real conservative uh, about it. They're like, girl, no. I was like, it's fine. It's doing? fine. I'm, I'm going to live. We're going to be okay. So, but, so the vision trip sucked. It, it didn't suck. I mean, okay. It, it was, was very awakening. It okay. was like, we had had this moment, like what you're saying, like you're called by God and it all aligns and, you, and it feels really right. And then you go and you're like, is it seriously 107 degrees? Like, <laughs> am I seriously barfing for 48 hours straight yeah. while mm-hmm. I'm pregnant? Is there- Are we going like, so we have an 18 month old and mm-hmm. we're like, oh, we got to look at the school system and they're showing us high schools. No, like, wait, because it's, it goes straight from kindergarten to, like, to high school. Suddenly, yeah. we hadn't even looked at a school it, in GR, but we're like trying to pick out a high school. Yeah, and they're the like, girl. okay, so you need to choose this part of town because this is where the one school is. The other one's way over here, so you got to choose this other part of town. So where are you going to live? And we're like, I feel like you're making all of our life choices right now, and we're just not ready for it. We're not even thinking about school. She's 18 months old. So it was just all of this and like thrown in your face. We go to all these neighborhoods, and we don't see a soul. We went through 10 neighborhoods. Desolate. And we don't see any. And we're like, are all the neighborhoods like this? And they're like, yeah, pretty much. And then someone's like. Yeah, my, my daughter's 16 at the time. She's never had a neighborhood friend. And so we're like, oh, this is oh so gosh, lonely. so and, desolate. And then at the last minute, we went down to where you've been in Chiang Mai. Mm-hmm. To the and south your side experience of the city. was probably very different in very regards different. to kids yeah. being there. Yeah. yeah. And we so showed up by, it was like an American neighborhood. That's, yeah. That's yeah. what we drove through. And we were like, there was probably where 40 was this? kids out. We just drove through it and it was like 40 kids, all oh, different, like, all different nationalities. nationalities. Yeah. And Hanging like, out oh, in the park. And we were like, Oh, <laughs> that house right there is where they show movies on the side of it on Friday nights. And we're like, oh my goodness. Okay. So, so that was a That's big a pivotal thing. I think I know where that house is. <laughs> <laughs> my yes. daughter was there with me and she, yeah, it was movie night. Yeah. Was see, cool. yeah, that was crazy. a pivotal, that was, that was changing. Mm-hmm. And I think on the way home, it was part of my big thing was like, 
convince me that we need a support raise because I don't want to do this. I don't want to ask people for money. This is our dream, right? Like this is something you've put in our hearts and we're going to be lucky to do this. And then I think being there was two things. It was one, oh, dang, this is going to be hard in other ways, like not just the the big decisions and stuff, but like the this is uncomfortable and we're sick and we don't know where to go if we get seriously sick. What if we just get a little sick? What if we just need something at the pharmacy? Well, I don't really know that. Well, mm. where do you go to get food? I don't want this. I want this. Well, you can't. Lots of you can't. Lots of confines, lots of not knowing, lots of being dumb, lots of being an outsider and being looked at as an outsider. And there was Along. like a little bit of the... Yeah. Just better than in China. Oh, yeah. Lawai at least they're nice. Means big nose. Yeah. yeah, that's what all foreigners are. Barang. Big nose. Barang. Barang. I just remembered that. That's weird. Sorry. That was really, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. great. That was, the fact that he remembers any words. Anyways, yeah. yeah. I think we, it had been five years or so since we had been in Asia. Sobering. And I think we had like remembered you had only the things that to we GR. Loved. You'd become the We'd, Dutch. We had for yes. sure. The Dutch beautiful yes. people down like in Grand animal. Rapids. We were. We <laughs> yeah. were very But it was partly soft. like you just remember the good. Yeah. And then yeah. you get back there and you're like, oh, I remember the hard too. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and it was like, we need to be, I wanted to figure out that if I was going to ask people for money, which was like so beyond distasteful, especially when I was an educated adult, you know, I was like, why? Why do I have yeah. to do this? You need to know why. Yeah. And if I, and so when we came back from that, that was one thing that was solid. I was like, oh, that's real clear. That is not going to me. That is going to bring this to them. Mm-hmm. Like, and they can't. And, and, if we're talking about the gospel, if we're talking about bringing resources, let's be honest. I have a pool of resources that I can draw from between my friends and community and affluent country, and they don't. And if they're believers and I'm believers and we're trying to do something that is going to globally impact, like, let's be honest, I have access to that more than you do. Right. Yeah. That's what we're asking. So That's essentially the, the Korean refugee camp. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. what could they... What could they bring? Could they? Do they have access to that? No. no. Is it no. their fault? No. Can so, I help? So possibly. Did did you make this transition? Because yes. I, I, my wife and I raised support for uh, 10, 10 years. So I have enough of that experience that I've mm-hmm. tried to bring it into leadership here at this yeah. church. Mm-hmm. Um, did you also make that transition where I'm not asking for money for me? No. Nope. Yeah. I am I'm asking, asking if you believe in this for if them. If you believe in them, mm-hmm. and yeah. you think that this is a good idea and this yeah. is a model, it's and still that, difficult. Yes. It's humbling. It's, and there's dependence on upon God and, mm-hmm. and your trust in that but people get the vision. But it's not saying no to you. It's not yeah. saying, no, I'm not going to buy you a new purse. It's not It's not money that I'm spending on myself. It's. I mean, it, it is. It's keeping us afloat. It's also, though, so that we can do a job that we wouldn't otherwise be doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so that we, we have access to be at their job. doorstep. Right. Like, we, we yeah. didn't need, like, we had a great job. We have but, three master's degrees. But that's like justifying we, we it, do, like, in our heads, I think. Like, that made me feel better, and I think... No, I just mean like we didn't yeah. need support. We only need it so that yes. we can go so out we can do the, fields, that right. job. Yeah, like, yeah. But a so, hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that that's was a I, lot. Of that cash. was eye-opening. We looked at it and it was like, oh yeah, like okay, we're gonna have this number, and then you start talking to people, like because we're asking like other people on the team, mm-hmm. like what do you what raise, do you like recommend? other professors there, and all yeah. that stuff, and it's like, boy, it starts to like just be mm-hmm. eye-opening. And and you've been an open book with us, and yeah. I I I did. Just, no, just enough to be dangerous. Having been to a lot of, yeah. I got a lot of stamps in mm-hmm. the passport. Um, 45K for a family of four, even in Southeast Asia, is not a lot of money. And you're also thinking like, okay, what well, did you, you taught at Grace. Have you seen the price of school? Oh, Unbelievable. Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. The only option is a private school. Yes. We went to that high school when I said it was a terrible visit. We're visiting the high school. And we're like, how much does it cost? They're like, oh, it's about 30 grand a year. And I'm like, oh, we're going to live on 15? For one kid, for one kid. Thankfully, we have elementary school kids, so they are like 
five. It is unreal. <laughs> it is unreal. Oh, seven. Seven. They're seven. Okay. Half day yeah. kindergarten. Oh my Six. goodness. So. Yeah. So you're in the sport. But you're like, process, okay, hang on. We, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you just jumped right in after the vision trip. We and, had and we, people. We took a little bit. We did a pros and cons list, and honestly, like. It was Dave, real Dave close. Loves a good pros and cons. Oh, list. I do, and I wait them. I wait. Do you wait the things on the categories? Like you have to have like five stars. Wait, like, per you're item. assuming that we do pros and cons <laughs> lists. Yeah. I am the definition of a gunslinger. Maybe that. <laughs> hey, that was, that was that was the assumption. I okay. I have never done pros and cons lists, but I, am I know very what they are. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know well, what they that's are. Something. Yeah. I, we are not looking down on that. Yeah. We are fascinated. I, like, I like my list. Tell us about it. Yeah, give the system. Come on. The only other human being. That I know, who just did what she just did. I like my lists. <laughs> is <Gollum>? Christine? <laughs> is Christine Snow my precious? Your yeah, sister, hey. Christine Snow, yes, our former minister. Of a she would do. Yes. I like my lists. I do. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Ben Brown so also much. likes lists, but not like Christine. It helps does. you put everything, oh. all the floating aroundy so, things. Sorry. On paper. Quantitative, oh, boom, number. She, she does like a weighted average. It's so delightful. there was negative pros and cons list. stars and positive yeah. stars. Pros and cons list for support raising? No, <laughs> for like, okay, we feel like you're leading us here, God, but we're still like discerning. So we're on this trip and we're like trying to discern, like, is this what you have for us? And Gabe yeah. loves a good pros and cons list as she's trying to discern and do all that. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just prayer and like waiting for divine revelation. Yeah. No. And so you're it's looking also at it. Use your use brain. Your brain. Yeah. Right? Jinx, buy me a Mountain Dew. Yeah. You can have the rest of mine. <laughs> no, <it's fun>. no. <laughs> Cold-hearted. Cold-hearted. Yeah, so the pros and cons. So list, yeah, you come yeah. out and at the end of her pros and cons, list, it's like 172 to 145 or something like that. Whatever it is when she gives her weighted her averages. scores. Oh, she, there was, dude, it for sounds sure. like she's like doing odds on college football. Each, each, <laughs> each item on the list gets two scores. One, the importance. So like, Food, uh-huh, like, is uh-huh. there good food there or something like that? Yes, it's Thailand. Maybe it's importance on a scale of one to Maybe ten. that's, well, that's just because we lived in a part where we had really struggled in Asia. Oh, but anyhow, yeah. that's another story. I had never had a bad meal in Thailand. Keep no, going. Thailand no, it's amazing. delightful. Thank you. However, I have had food poisoning like six times. So. Oh, well, you got to meet on a stick in the market. You could offer a service where I could call you Eating meat off a stick. In yes, the market is not always a good to, idea. I, no, but I, go I would simplify it every single time. Yeah, it's my next sorry, gig. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, so she waits on like importance to you, and then like the level that the, it is there. Like, is it really bad or is it really? So, good? like, okay, for instance, dumb one, but like, I hate being hot. I hate the weather. I, yes, dumb. I'm from Florida. I yeah. hate it so so much. I want to live in a cold place. Okay, is that super important? <laughs> take that note take that note cold place so like, eventually yeah. got it. Here. when when you stepped out in anger oh, I confess uh, that I'm writing down future oh <laughs> prospects got it yeah. has a hot temper has yeah. a hot temper oh yeah, yeah. hot temper in a small <laughs> Let, let's reel this oh, back in we'll fit in with all the other pastors <laughs> wives <laughs> let's reel it back in wow let's reel it back in. oh we got oh, some yes yes got some direction okay Sorry, yes. so, you were saying. Anyways, you, you weighed it on how important it is to you, right? Yeah. Yeah, it came out. How important it is we to you, scale of one to five, right? And then like, so it's like a, like a three, three and a half, right? And then how bad it is on a scale of one to 10, two, or one being like, it really sucks and 10 being like, it's delightful. I'm like, probably a one, right? Yeah, no change. It's hot all the time. Eh. I think it is so, paradise. He's wrong. So, most of the year yeah yeah most people except would love smoky it, season which we haven't talked yeah, about at all I've the pollution there, yeah, season it does get season. polluted hardcore for three months when you have like you have spring winter fall here we have pollution we have <laughs> hot 
hotter super hot, hot and, and, rainy. and rainy. And no, no, like no. rainy, hot, standing on hotter, the sun. smoke. Yeah, there's Four. a smoke Four. season. Yeah, and it's when is smoke season? April and May. Ah, uh, no. Some, February between March. February and April. You never. I was know there in smoky season. Yeah, yeah, twice because yeah. they said you're in smoky season. Late February, and like it gets yeah. so bad that I mean everyone's wearing big thick masks to filter it to out, filter and like it. you struggle to like. There's a mountain behind our house that we look at, and it's big and it's beautiful and it's brilliant. And during smoky season, it's gone. You can't like, see you it. Don't, it. It's doesn't just exist. straight it's like smog. A heavy smog. Yeah, and, and you can smell it in the air. Yeah. It's because people burn. Yeah. like for for thousands of years, people have burned their crops. And it's in Cambodia, it's in Myanmar, it's in Thailand. And then there's also people that go through, these are the people I get frustrated with, that just light up the national forests. They just will go through on a pickup truck with two flamethrowers on each side and just light it up because then they can go pick mushrooms. And these mushrooms are really hard to see unless you burn everything else. And then when it grows, you pick it and then they can sell them mostly to China. And they're really like, they make more money in that month than they'll make in the rest of their year. Wow. So, but Chiang Mai is surrounded by mountains, and so it's a basin, and the smoke just sits, mm. and it can't. And then go when anywhere. the rain comes, it clears, but you sit in that smoke, like. And the wow. health issues for it, and like I mean, it's there's, there's a, a scale, pretty bad, and yeah. it's like off the charts. Chiang Mai would be the most polluted city on the planet for multiple days for every the, year. Yeah, the air quality is garbage. So, so we make the pros and cons list. Yeah, I was so like, that, where were yeah, we? Yeah, 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 no idea. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Pollution world. So ultimately, I think what we decided was there's probably actually a greater number on the con side. Um, but the things that were on the pro side, I mean, and usually it's like, I'm going to listen to my list. Like I, I put it all out there on the list, but, um, the stuff that was on the pro side was like heart stuff. It was like value stuff. Like mm. show your girls that if you believe in something, you do it. Mm. it not, not, all those it's, things it's, from the walk hot. that we talked about. It's yeah. hard. It's, we're going to be an outsider. What if my girls are looked at as outsiders? What if they're different and they're made fun of whatever, whatever, whatever. And then they come back to America and they're yeah, different. Yeah. And, and, an and there's a lot of transition. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. like. No. We're setting them up for that, and they don't choose it. Can we have a it. session later? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I just need therapy. Uh-huh. Third culture kids, it's and a real know. thing. And we know we're doing yeah. that to them. This is our yeah. decision, you yeah. know? Yep. So but all you know, of that taken the, into account. Yeah. And there's, and you guys know this, uh, but, and sorry, this is not a podcast. Like, this doesn't fit with the flow, but it's our podcast, so we- Do whatever we want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like that. I- I uh, was at some event and some counselor guy, uh, a good counselor guy, it was a Christian guy, was talking about like in a Q&A, what's the secret to a close family? And it, this was America, Charlotte, North Carolina. And it was, it was Gary Smalley, I think mm-hmm. is what his name was. It was back in the day when Gary Smalley was a thing, you know, not that he's not a thing, it doesn't matter, whatever. And he goes, Whitewater. Sorry, Gary, if you're listening. Sorry, Gary, he's not listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he said, Whitewater rafting. And for him, in his mm. American context, it was families that take risks together are always yeah. close mm. families. And so he was like, for us, it's whitewater rafting or camping or mm. whatever you do. But a lot of American mm-hmm. parents, and I'm not ripping on America, I'm American, but they try to protect everyone mm-hmm. from things rather than do hard things together. Mm-hmm. And the light bulb went off in my head. I was about 26 years old. And I'm like, that's why my nuclear family we were in some jacked up situations yeah. yes. growing up in Port-au-Prince, Haiti. Yep. But my parents didn't insulate us from it. Yes. We were included in that. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, voodoo drums, machine gun fire, uh, you know, yes. famine time, hurricane, you know, just all of those different things. But and so that is the payoff. Yeah. Seeing how your parents respond, yeah. how You've they You've included your you. daughters yes. in, in the smog, in yes. the heat, and the why are we here? Mm-hmm. And why is there no Chick-fil-A in Chiang Mai? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm just trying to give our listeners an mm-hmm. idea is that's why yeah. I said at the beginning, I don't know if you heard me, I said kind of... 
is it's heroic. Yeah. And and I know you're probably not comfortable with that, but to me, uh, missionaries are always to be honored uh, because um, just like it says in scripture that they're to honor your leaders. I, I think we honor those who are making sacrifices for the kingdom. And I know you're having fun because you mm-hmm. like Chinese food and it's obvious that you guys are in love with Asia, mm-hmm. right? Um, I didn't have that same, you know, yeah. pull, yeah. but uh, I enjoyed it when I was there. You know, yeah. whether it was Japan or Malaysia or Laos mm-hmm. or Thailand or what have you. But um, that's a huge deal. And I know you're playing it down. It's like, oh, but we got all passionate about it. Um, this is a really, really big number. And I feel yeah. like we have the responsibility. So back up from our side, yeah. um, we had a big give a couple years ago. And it, it, you guys don't know what this is, but it's yeah, like, we it's, know the big yeah, it's like yeah. our Thanksgiving offering. Yeah. Yeah. And this was the big give and let's do this. And, and uh, we had different, like we have the philosophy of we didn't just want to spray money all over the world. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of churches that I grew up in that love to have the map in the yeah. lobby yeah, 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 and we support yeah. this and this yeah, and this yeah, yeah. and this and this. Mm-hmm. But I also had missionary kid background yeah. and missionary kid background was back in the day we did what was called deputation. Deputation was the year that you had to come back and live in the United States oh, yeah. to raise your support mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Well, dad was always gone during deputation, going to all of I those little churches. Oh. Year. We're doing two thank months you, and I'm like, thank you, yeah. thank you. Th- and thanking people. And he was, you know, showing this. And then sometimes I get to travel with dad and set up slide projectors and you had to, you know, this is how old I am. We had like a cassette tape and the slideshow had Ooh, to coincide with the fade in up. and fade yep. out. You know, people need hello. I mean, it was all that ghetto stuff, right? And so I, I didn't know it, but I was making decisions that if I was ever in a position to have any impact, we wanted to take care of a fewer yeah. mm-hmm. with more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when your sister, half sister, sister, Christine Snow, sister, yeah. who was on our staff, and we miss her greatly. Uh, she, she, well, she's upstairs right now, but, uh, Christine all of a sudden just said, well, you know, here's my brother and his wife and, and, and they're going to Thailand. And we just started getting the information Mm -hmm. and it was just click, click, click. And part of it was having been to Chiang Mai Mm -hmm. myself, Mm -hmm. the very first time I remember a retired Vietnam veteran was our missionary contact and he'd been a colonel in the army. And he was explaining to us why Thailand was strategic. And it was so impactful. When I saw, they're going to Thailand. I know Mm -hmm. why. Mm -hmm. And then it was, oh, they're providing counseling for pastors, not just in Thailand, but probably primarily outside. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, it was, it was like a no brainer. Mm. And all of a sudden we're like, how do we get behind this? Um, And, but when I saw that number, I also had the PTSD of having to raise support, yeah. and I'm like, oh, man. Creating this- that number and watching it go up higher and higher was one of the most disappointing yeah. things ever. So, yeah. like, so like, I'm, I'm going to ask a question that you'd probably prefer me to ask it off air. Oh, great. But yeah. we're ask just going to, hey, we're dude, this book. is therapy. Um, so I know the fact yeah. that, so after that first big give, like we, mm-hmm. like we sent some part of the big give. Can I tell a story on that too Please before do. your question? Yes, go for it. Yeah. So- you guys blessed us. Like, I mean, this is before no, we ever went, right? Yes. This is before we ever yeah, go. Yeah. And no church, like, do they call you up that you haven't even like approached them? I had never even been to the tab. Nope. nope. And they're like, Hey, we want to support <clears throat> you. We had this big give and like this, but then you sent an email mm-hmm. or you mm-hmm. gave the message mm-hmm. through Christine, one yeah. or the other. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was probably through Christine because she's better at typing. <laughs> and it was, and it was like, on her. Well, you made list. my wife cry, so we'll say that too. So there might be more. Oh, I remember you you sending an email about yeah. that. Yeah. So 
Maybe you can tell. It was basically like you were talking about having grown up as an MK and like how you know that money gets used for ministry and that we will use it for ministry, but to leave out some to do something special for our girls. I was like, like to feel so seen um, because it, like we're making this decision. It's very clear to us why we're going all this, you know, um, there's at the time one and three. They're not making this decision and we will be a family and we will talk through things and we will try to, you know, um, teach them the important things about why we're doing this. But they're going to miss. But they're they're, also like just it's little things and it's big things. It's big things like grandparents, like where they Mm. don't know anybody and they have a new babysitter who they don't know and they don't have their grandparents and they have to say goodbye to their grandparents multiple times Mm. um, every visit. And it's like, yeah, you really there really are big sacrifices with it and um and you know not even to mention what happens whenever they do start to be more aware and like they're in school and they are an outsider and they are different and like that's i've worked through that and like mm. i know there it's going to be something else if they it's think not they're that. Thai right now yeah so they're not uh, there yet they're fine it. so far it. they're fine they're the jungle kids <laughs> they are yeah. someone was like are you american they're like no thai yeah, yeah our littlest she's <laughs> like <laughs> yeah she's like no i tie and he's like i think you're american honey she's like no i tie it's like, oh that's so sweet. fair enough okay yeah. So they don't have that yet. But like we know that there's going to be losses and there are losses. But like just to be like, I see you. And this is something that's special and maybe frivolous that you wouldn't let yourself do. Probably you wouldn't Mm -hmm. let yourself designate something. And what we designated it for was a trampoline for them. And we got them a pink trampoline and they just (laughs) went freaking nuts. And they're out there jumping on it. This is the best present ever. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, see, that video was sent well, like you guys took that video and you sent it and you said just a few minutes ago you yeah. said that that email made your wife cry mm-hmm. so the goal wasn't to make you cry <laughs> but made us feel loved when yes. when christine said that i was like mission accomplished because it is about seeing mm-hmm. all of you mm-hmm. and you're one flesh yes. and you got these kids yeah. and then so if it makes you feel any better gabe is uh when that video was folded into our, this is where that, because we had different missionaries go, yeah. just say hi to the tabernacles, like put a face with a name, mm. just use your iPhone. And yours was actually very creative. We had some that were like, hello, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> you know, I won't mention any names, um, Dean Hulse, but. Um, uh, um, I thought you might. Dean's from the UP. But oh when, when I first saw that, like yeah. they didn't tell me. I saw your girls bouncing on the trampoline and I'm watching it during the, during the service. I saw it in the service the first time. If it makes you feel any better, I cried. Mm. I cried. Yeah. Because that was the point. You knew. Yeah. You yeah, knew what that was the was point. Like. You yeah. got us back. Was, yeah. It was just like, yeah, that was, that was huge. Yeah. And it was, that was huge. What was fun was like, there was no staging of any of that stuff or whatever. No. Like we just put it up and they were fucking out. Like yeah. our youngest shakes when she gets she shakes. She's <laughs> a shaker. So to That's see awesome. them just like, having just moved across the whole world mm. yeah. in, a, in a new house, like missing everything that was familiar, you know, like, and then to be like, having hey, such but look at this, you're getting this pink trampoline and for them to be just like, so geeked. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. We're, the, we're the pink trampoline church, man. <laughs> well, uh-huh. yeah, I love it. Well, it's a good name for a- Well, part of it too was, um, we didn't, like, I'm so glad we finally got to meet you, mm-hmm. but, um, and this is, today was the very first day yeah. any of us have met face to face, is part of that too was, we don't want to add to the pressure of come up here, shake all the hands, kiss all the babies, be all the political thing. It's like, mm-hmm. no, 
oh, you're saying all the right things. Oh, yeah, Cornerstone, we know them. Oh, Chiang Mai, we know them. Oh, Asia, oh counseling, yeah, mm-hmm. I've had some of that in my life. I've been in some therapy. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is Me pretty too. vital. Let's not add to the thing. Just yeah. you keep doing what you're doing and the time mm-hmm. that you're here, spend it with your family. And I'm just so grateful that we actually got you to yeah. have you up here on the podcast yeah. because part of my motive is I know that that, sorry to keep banging away about money, no. but then we got the word like a year or two later that all of a sudden support, because there's a lot of people that want to be all in. Mm-hmm. In my experience, what they find out yeah. is you guys, and this is just a cold reality. This is a cold reality. This is why I'm yeah. hoping people are still listening. You guys are fired up about that Korean refugee camp mm-hmm. and you're fired. Up, like you could, you could rattle off names. Yeah. You could rattle off names of people. You know, I remember my friends when they were there, it wasn't just the ministry that they were doing, but she was the homemaker mm-hmm. and she had a ministry to the lady that mm-hmm. washed clothes mm-hmm. and saw her come to Christ. And so it was like all these relationships and, and you try to communicate that. And the best you can do on this side is we're interested in you. And it sounds, it sounds really sexy. If I can use that word, oh, mm-hmm. this ministry over in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is amazing. But it's the strength of this relationship. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and you're like desperately wanting me to care about the Karens. And mm-hmm. there's a track for me caring about the Karen refugee mm-hmm. camp from your tears straight to my heart. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But sometimes that can wear off. And then mm-hmm. you saw your support kind of, mm-hmm. you know, some people were like, where are the hearths? Mm-hmm. I haven't uh, seen them in a while. Where yeah. Are, and COVID hit still? and I lost mm-hmm. my job. Yep. And when yes. we heard that, that's when, sorry, there was a, there's not a mad black woman in me, but there was a little Z snap and it was like, all right, we're jumping in there. Okay. And, and so we've tried to up our commitment level to you guys. But as of right now, which is, what's a month, bro? July? July, 2022. July, yeah. mm-hmm. Uh, What's your percentage of that 100K that you guys are at? Uh, you know, I wish I had an answer for you. Um, Is it 100%? No. 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 <laughs> but it's, no. Um, it's one of those where we, so we didn't want a support race. And so we were very- Nobody like, does. <laughs> no. So like to me, I started feeling anxious about it. Started, you know, getting that little like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Yeah. The first few people that were like, we want to support you. I literally looked at him and I was like, oh, you don't have to do that, bro. Oh, I was like, no. you can't I say was that. Like, don't say that. <laughs> don't say they that. know they don't have to, but um, like they just offered. Yeah. Stop. So I just, at some point I was like, man, God, like I am fully comfortable with, if you're calling us to do this, that you can carry the anxiety of making mm-hmm. it happen. Like you can carry the pressure mm-hmm. of it. I'm not going to. And so I don't check except to write thank yous. Right. Um, Who writes thank so, yous? To give her the well names, addresses. It is a I team effort. effort. <laughs> is it? I give you when the names, the addresses. Britain, Britain, remember that I counseling training we got? It's about effort. to go down. We're going to need this. <laughs> I want it to become a team effort because my hand Is will never dying. be the same yes. after yes. having written yeah. thank yous. And I'm, I'm glad to do it. Yeah. Are you left-handed? Yeah. No. Oh, I saw you do my hand. I no, both of you. That's how you knew she was lying. Oh, yeah, right. So back right. to the question. She doesn't even know what hand she writes. You guys are home, but you're not fully supported. Yeah, so we've had, I mean, like, it's interesting. Even since we've been home, we've had a few people drop off that are not people that we've seen. They've been in different states completely that we're not able to, but for totally unrelated reasons um, to anything. They, and so we're like, wait, are we supposed to be like here, like raising, raising more? Yeah. Um, but I know that we're not monthly, but we, we just watched like God has provided every year with like, you guys were a part of that. Like yeah. weren't expecting anything. Like we didn't, That's what you we guys had just came year. in and just like blessed us in a huge way. And so we've seen God do that. So I, I don't know. I don't have a figure for you. I want to say, we were thousand or two thousand a month under 
that target. But and then, then we had one-time gifts, one-time come, gifts in to, that come to in meet to that. make it up. So yeah. that's what we had last year. Yeah. Yeah. So are you doing like, like another part of my experience is I found that individuals get you started. Churches keep you in it. Mm. Yeah, we don't have a lot of churches. Yeah, no, we, we need don't. more churches. Yeah. I mean, we need individuals too. So this, yeah. this is my shout out is I believe, and I, I didn't want to check it right here because you guys are just too fascinating to listen to, but mm. um, I believe we're connected to the ABTS, Abbott's. That's what Abbott's. Mm. Abbott's. Abbott's. I haven't Abbott's. heard that Abbott's. before, but I, Abbott's. I, I, what, 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 we need to make t-shirts. We need to, sh- we need yeah. to shorten it. Yeah, really, really. I want to see you in that really tight. No, no, I'm just messing. Oh. With you. Yeah, yeah, that red. red. Uh, yeah, YMCA no, 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 no. T-shirt. Well remembered. But um, uh, I believe that you're linked on our website, thetabchurch.com, and we have all the different <clears throat> ministries that we support there. And so, to our tab listeners, if you want to get behind the hearths outside of what you're already giving to your church, we encourage you to do that. 100%. So one of the things that we've tried to encourage our people to do is, um, obviously. God's been generous with us, so we're yeah. generous with God. But then different people will become fierce like mm-hmm. proponents mm-hmm. of, you know, this ministry or that mission or yeah. Haiti or for sure. the hurts. Yeah. And my thing would be get on board. Mm-hmm. Get on board that. We want to do more as a church and we're inviting our people as individuals to do that. Um as you know, as God leads you to do. Because part of my thinking is that a hundred thousand should be easy for God's people to do. And wouldn't it be great if there was over and above that? So wouldn't it be great if we could do the $100,000 so you have all the ministry, all the funding that you need to come and go, to to have the grandparents, to do all this, but then have something to keep you guys strong, to keep Gabe and Brandon, you know, the little, Mm -hmm. hey, kids, uh, mom and dad, we're jetting over to wherever, (laughs) you know, because, I mean, it's easy here in the States, but people forget that where you're at, they can't do that. Yeah. Um, Or... um, to pay for the right school because if if your family's tight and the mm-hmm. kids are taken care of, you can focus on what you're called yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. And that's just the reality. And I'm saying it so you don't have to. People need to understand that. Is It crushes me when I find out that missionaries doing God's work, fulfilling his calling on their lives when they have to struggle because it's out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Oh, what? A, who are those people again with the kids on a trampoline? Yep. They're part of this tab family. The family on the fridge. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. The family on the fridge that has real (laughs) stuff going on, you know? And, you you know, I I remember the video, too, when you got there. I I don't even want to know the depth of that hell when you you landed in COVID and you're going to live in a hotel room with, was it your parents? 17 days, his. His, oh, wow. I bet you that was glorious. 16 days for everyone listening in a hotel with two toddlers. Um they're like, with, with it's a 14-day quarantine. quarantine. I was like, to be clear, it is not. It's it is 17 because y'all don't count when you're like, oh, you arrive at 6 a.m. That day doesn't count. I'm like, sure feels like it counts because you sure. stuffed me in a hotel room after shoving something I, up my nose. Oh, wow. And now I can't leave. So You can go after day seven. You can go outside for one hour. But oh, they put you on the roof. You took a video. Or we saw a picture of you for that one oh, hour. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah, yeah, and there's no shade there's no anywhere. Shade. And so you're just standing there, and there's like a green pool with mold on it because they closed it for COVID. Oh. And so you're just standing there with no seats, roof. really, on an AstroTrip. That's so dirty. It was. And we were like, can we come down now? I think we're done. And they like wouldn't come get you for the hour. So then they like would forget you up there. So you'd have to call them like, please, oh. please come get us. We're done. We're done with our airtime. That, yeah. that All was the one vitamin of those D at once. <laughs> where you look at with like, that was our only way into the country. Uh, and the cost that we had to spend the thousands of dollars to quarantine for that stupid hotel room like, oh my goodness this is but it's the only that was way like we can get there to be doing the thing just to do that yeah like it's just insane we don't have nuts. to do that when we go back this time 
We just yeah. get to fly on it? No, they dropped all regulations since we've been here. Except we have That's to still awesome. fly into Bangkok first and then Chiang Mai. It would have been so much easier. But just to go to Chiang Mai. Still not open yeah. yet in Chiang Mai. So how long are you home? Or like, when did you get back? Six and more days. Only six more days? We've been here for a month and a half and we have six. And you're going back and we're not fully supported yet. You see how I keep banging well, on that support thing? Yeah. Bro, that's my job. <laughs> that is my, I don't like fundraising either. Yeah. And the thing is, is I hated support raising so much. So humbling. My big fat ego had to just, you know, yeah. sell the thing that, that just, I, <laughs> let me sell it. Tell me who Would to talk to. Would you like to come visit? Some other churches with 100%. us here. Yes. <laughs> yes, seriously. We will make videos for you. We will get it done. Oh, my goodness. Britain, sorry, man. I, I just went into missionary world. Oh, you're good. What, what, what are the questions you got? No, I'm, I'm just soaking it all in. I think it's good for the Tab family just to hear um, that this is what God's doing. I love just the perspective that we're not asking people to come to us, but we're going to other people. It's a yeah. beautiful picture just of kingdom, um, of living like Jesus did, of understanding that it's not convenient, it's not always easy, but we're going to take this step and we're going to step into it as a family and uh, we're going to do um, our best with our gifts and with our abilities and with our passions and our desires to bring God glory in the midst of it. And I think, um, yeah, I just love hearing about how faithful he is um, to provide these opportunities. And I love, um, and John knows this and everybody listens to the podcast, a big part of, of my life and kind of a mission thing is this yes, right? And I love seeing people give this unreserved, unconditional yes to Jesus because He's done so much in you guys' lives, and it's clear, and um, I'm just being blessed by this time. But seeing just, I mean, just thinking about the moments where you guys are walking into these camps and these different um, situations, and uh, and you're given those yeses, and you're seeing the life that comes from that. And maybe you don't get to see it, right? And it's just kind of that First Corinthians, the one that plants and the one that waters, but it's the Lord that brings the growth. And so um, I'm just excited to continue to hear about how God is using this incredible ministry. And uh, yeah, and so I think it's cool. And I love that we bang away on that um, because I think it's worthwhile. I think that for people that are maybe sitting in their home or sitting and they're, they're feeling this urge to get more in the game, but they don't know what it looks like. And I think that um, this is a really cool way to do it. And so, yeah, I just really appreciate you guys doing that. You know, um, we have tried to stay in touch as well as we can, and we'll send out like updates and stuff via email. Um, we also, I also started an Instagram page that's not, I'm not, very active on it, I don't think, but I, I do post things from time to time of like, Ooh. hey, this happened or like, this is what we're going to be doing. Can you pray for us for this? Or like yeah. just every so often. Um, but it's more of a like on the ground. This is what life looks like. Or like, hey, we're at the hospital. Eh. Very cool. You know? How, so how can our people Instagram find handle? that? Yeah. It's called We Believe in, we Asia. Believe in we believe Asia. Asia. Okay, awesome. That's I will, our Instagram uh, thing. I will make sure that whenever we post. Yeah. Um, this podcast that it's in the show notes as well as whenever we post on social media, just, just have links like to that to, stuff. To put a face, like, it, and it's updated all the time. And it's like the emails we do emails yeah. like once every couple. And months, for the person and, out there, I'm yeah. just going to say this because we're allowed to say it. It's not about you whenever you give. And so if you're like, I want my little updates, yeah, those are exciting. Oh, but yeah, I do. yeah. yeah. We because I was do. going in missionary mode again. Yeah. I I think what we've always tried to do is say. Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. let us know when you need stuff yeah. and let us, it, it, just let us know at your convenience. Cause I yeah. always felt that pressure. Got yeah. the newsletter, got the, mm-hmm. got to well, break yeah. my hand doing all the thank yous. And it's like, eh, that's not why we're doing it. But yeah. actually we have fun with it when we do it, but I... it's the problem is it, it ends up, we get, we've been made fun of for the length of our We send updates. long yeah. updates. Yeah. yeah. But it's not. That we send out. Yeah. It's a treatise. <laughs> yeah. But it's not all like, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a right like I. Talk kind yeah. of person where it like it's not always going to be the most PC or the 
you know, most. Oh, you'll fit in right there. Yeah, it's just going to. I'm going to add that to the list. <laughs> it's a little PC. like out in left field sometimes, but Perfect. I'll just talk about whatever yeah. is no. going on. Like, yep. hey, yep. we got. And I think giving just a beautiful whatever. picture of this is life. This is ministry. Yes. This is who we are. And yeah. so, yeah, Family I really stuff, just appreciate, appreciate the. Oh, people love that. Yeah. Just yeah. to stay connected that Absolutely. way. Yeah. So yeah. from from the tab, pr- yeah. never feel the pressure. There's yeah. never the pressure. No. Oh, we're in the country. We've got to go say hi. No. I, the problem is if you guys keep coming and say hi, I'm just going to try to hire you away from Asia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, uh, Brandon, I could listen to you uh, talk all day. Yeah. Well, we've we've loved being here. I'll like, be honest. Like, yeah. do you even, just do like you know the cartoon with the squiggly little things. I'm just like looking <laughs> in your eyes, going, <laughs> Jungle Book. Tell me the about snake. my dad. The snake. Yeah. Well, the fact that you just compared me to a snake. <laughs> no, not a snake. It's no. very flattering because I love snakes. And oh, so do you? Right, well, she has to rein me back. Put that on the con list. Yeah, um, that is definitely yeah. con list. Like snakes. I've got pictures of me holding king cobras and stuff. Yeah. Benjamin, yeah, I love it. king cobras, yeah. are you kill him. Yeah. <laughs> do you? Do you? Like I'm not allowed to I, anymore. I'm, we have I'm indifferent. Oh, I mean, until it. he makes me go on snake hunts at like 4 a.m. No. This is when they like to be out. I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah, we really like did. We were pulling sea snakes up out of the rocks, like that are exponentially more venomous than the cobra. Like while they're sleeping and they're like highly venomous. Asia needs you, bro. Now that I have kids, I am barred from it. But I found out that if you give her like a cute little animal. She gets distracted. She doesn't even pay attention to what you're doing. So she was like feeding this baby civet with a little bottle. Is that a snake? Uh, no, no, it's, it's like, like a little a weasel. Okay. It's the it's cute yeah. weasel. And they poop out. Did that one poop out the coffee? That's the beans? berry. It's a poop berries guy. Yeah, yeah. you heard of Cafe Luwak yeah. and all that. Yeah, it was yeah. like it's one of those. It's the berry pooping weasel. Yeah, it eats Whoa. the coffee berries and poops them out, and then they wash them down. hopefully, and then they make coffee out of it. Interesting. It's very expensive it coffee. Okay. Yeah. No, I heard but, Starbucks uh, does that. But I did go to a market outside Chiang Mai, and I saw they deep fry everything. Oh yeah. Every deep fried lizards, deep fried spiders, deep fried waste not whatever. Right? And then there was this vat of bubbling soup, and I was like, "Ooh, that looks disgusting!" And there, somebody was like bubbling. I'm like, "What's Is going it like on?" Is it like the gelatinous? Did one? you get it in a bag? No, I didn't eat it, bro, because mm. I found out it was a uh, cow afterbirth soup. I was like, "Man, I don't need that." Ooh, yeah, I'm that's good. just so like I had some, mucus. I had some too. blood curry. I wonder if that was it. I also had ant. Soup with ant larva, ant larva. Since we've been it's there, just so like this small is why white I get food ants. poisoning. Is I'm like, let's go for yes. it. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't that hardcore. <laughs> I was oh. like, can I get the fish and rice? Oh. Yes. Yeah, can, can I get the peanut sauce, please? Yes. That was fantastic. Yes. There was raw water buffalo, and <laughs> no. that was where I drew the. Drew the Don't but these guys are doing about food poisoning ever again. <laughs> I know. I didn't eat it. I didn't eat it. <laughs> hey, you know what water buffalo is, bro? What's that? Cow. It's, raw. Dude, it's a steak. Oh, I'm I'm there, but I'm raw. It's water buffalo tartar. Why does anyone need to do anything raw though? These two guys and they're like. They're just out there. Like, it seemed like maybe they had a little problem with the alcohol, and they're chasing it down with, do you remember this? The larb guy? Anytime yeah. your food yeah. needs yeah. a chaser, oh, they definitely yes. the wrong food. He's like, it just kills it all. I was like, it shouldn't need Yeah, they were it saying all. the alcohol kills it. <laughs> That's how you it cook down. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We chase also, our water buffalo That guy was like three vodka. sheets to the wind in a random hobo that we had met while we were in a food He tour. was offering me water buffalo. These are the updates. And I was thinking about it. Hey, don't send me updates about- It would be rude not to. As bad as this is going to sound, I don't need updates about what's happening in the camp. I need these updates. Oh, my goodness. As bad as we tonight. I think we talked about buttworms in one of our updates. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a thing. Wait, who had that? All of the above. Oh, all of us. Oh, I say it with shame. This is oh. this is no <laughs> joke. All right, listeners, bear yourself. If you're easily grossed out, just oh. tune out for a second. There are these little worms that mm. you eat the eggs, unbeknownst to you. Because it's in it's in like contaminated food. People don't wash their People hands. Matter. People mm-hmm. itch and then yep. they wash it. Okay. While you're sleeping, these worms crawl out mm-hmm. of your butt, lay eggs around the opening, and then go back inside. 
Oh, and then they're really goodness. itchy eggs, so that if you'll my wife's scratch, listening, this she'll never go to Thailand. Spread. Hey, they're but here too. I will. I'm not going to say who. What I just talked this to a pastor a locally, staff member of your church doesn't like, currently have them, but has experienced. Them. Okay, yes. okay, here in America. So let's guess who. Adam Sharp. Uh, no, I'm going to say Martin Rizzi. To discuss, we promise. Martin Rizzi. Promise. I'm saying Adam Sharp. So it's happened in America. Yes. Adam Sharp, well, he, he does Sharp. have a lot of sickness. 100%. He's these disgusting. Are, these are <laughs> probably Bill's fault. <laughs> Did this go straight to blame the student pastor, yes! too? Yeah. <laughs> student pastor. I love it. He, he blamed like, the other one. reasons. Yeah. You should oh, list the reasons. Why so, these are pinworms. And right you have them here in America. Yes. Was People right? just don't talk about these it. When they don't talk about it. I have butt worms. I can't tell I'm not at liberty. Was it Adam? Gabe, we go to the pharmacist, and we... She doesn't speak English. So we have to Charades. mime out. Charades. <laughs> yes, yes. Itchy. Butworms. Buttworms. So was it Adam? They've already it was Adam. Answer. I could see it in his So eyes. then I was like, Are not you me, kidding? him. Look at that him. poker face. <laughs> <laughs> He's already decided what type of dads each which, each one of us have. I'm, I'm a counselor. Yeah, I keep confidence. So, yeah. But, Adam but I did, uh-huh. just, I did just like, it's not a huge pool. Like you guys <laughs> will figure this yeah, out. Yeah, figure someone, this out. It'll be like a hunt. Well, I watched Ben introduce himself to them. Yeah. While I was there, and buttworms never came up, so it wasn't Ben. Yeah, it wasn't John Williams. We got to circle back, right? So it had to have been Martin or Adam. There you go. You guessed Adam. I guess Martin. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Know, we're we're now the bottom on of this witch- pun intended. <laughs> 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 no? Ah, well played. Yes. You, guys yes. yeah. you guys are black. You guys are. You guys are awesome. So if we want to stay um, up to date with what's going on with you guys, the the Hertz and Asia, they can follow you on Instagram. There's so um, there is actually we have a website, Hertz in Asia. Okay. Yeah. By the way. So we built this website. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have not updated it since we left. We I needed apologize a to everyone, no, but you can still read about us. All the pictures. Yes. Can people yes. give there? Yes. Okay. okay. You can so also join our email list up there. Yes. So, that, so that it's was for active. The email, so you yeah. find We're not going to give the pressure to give all the updates, no. but it's Hearths H I R T H Hearths with an S mm-hmm. in like Asia birth with an dot, H. Yeah. Gotcha. And this will be in the show notes. Hearthsinasia dot com. I encourage you to go there and support them. Give. Early and give often. Mm-hmm. It's more important than voting early and voting often. Yeah. Awesome. Um, also, Chick-fil-A. No free, no shout, free outs. shout outs. We're just yeah. shouting outs to Hearst today. Kind of hey, if you're, you're a Chick-fil-A, if you're a Chick-fil-A, kind of you'd give to Hearst and Asia. Kind of about, you a goat skin guy? I just got, it. okay, so I just got a Bible that I was very excited about, but it's huge for bringing okay. there. So it's, I guess Jonathan Edwards had like his wife sew in some extra pages. And so every single, like it's a page and then it's a completely blank page. The page, and it's a completely blank. That's page. a fat Bible. And then it's got like a little like leather cover that goes over it with a little <clears throat> yeah. string that goes around it and all that. It weighs it is... like twenty pounds. I was like, that's unbelievable. No wonder he's yeah. got guns under that shirt. Yeah. But then well, you can't bring it around you know, because people. Well, you know, what would like, probably be a lot easier for you to carry around would be a Skyler Bible. Skyler Bible. Yeah, Skyler just a nice goatskin, durable. This, have you been to Big Apple? It's a no free. It's a no. It's a no free shout out. We've sponsored them. Yeah. My thing is, years ago, I switched to goatskin. I was done with They're the amazing. pleather, yes. the pleather stuff, yeah. and I went with mm-hmm. the serious goatskin. And I went with the ESV, mm-hmm. and it, it was well, a great crossway well. e- ESV. But then, when you started getting a goatskin, he introduced me to a Skylar. So now I got a Skylar with like a snap. So that's what we splurge on. Is yeah. wait, what's it called? A yap, it's not a, a yap. nap. Yeah. Does, it, does it have the a nice yap. fold too when you're up there and you're preaching? Oh, it's all about oh, the flop. It, yep. it looks like a wet rag. You're the first guest, first yeah. guest that knows what we're talking about. No, what? Yes, yes. Oh my that goodness! It's important yes. when you're speaking that it folds like a wet rag. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Now he has a problem. So later, can we have some just just a little therapy? He's got one in every color, dude. He's on youth pastor salary, and he's got more of these goatskins than I do, and lined up. I have two. 
Oh, and right, two right, and right, right, pre-order. But Prime Day was yesterday. And two and pre-order. How many you got on yeah. the way? So, well, one of them is going to be my wife's. What What are the colors uh, here? What's what, So, my what? wife is getting a black pearl uh, CSB because she's Christian. Uh, personal size quintal, and so and it's got blue ribbons, blue page gilding, all the stuff. Oh, some of them it's got a ha- four ribbons. Yeah, it's got a half yap, which means it's not fully closed, but it's kind of enclosed. And then mm-hmm. I did um, just I'm a classic. I do every time black. black. Yeah, I'm black. So, My wife's okay. got a brown, but I've switched. Skin. I got um, our student ministry uses the CSB, which I often get uh, heckled for. Also um, known as the CBD Bible. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what that yeah. one is. No, the, CB- the Christian Standard Christian. Bible. Do you the know, from, dude? I didn't tell you this. The camp I'm speaking at this week in Hastings. Are you still speaking there? Oh yeah, I got one go more back. day, dude. I, I, I came out of the Wesleyan ghetto to come up here to be with the Hearst. Oh. I have to go back tomorrow night. I actually, from the pulpit, said, uh, you know, talking about Bibles or whatever. I said. Or, you know, get yourself the CSB. Hey. Yeah, that was a big deal. Because I'm an ESV guy, but I know you're a CSB yeah. guy. We started got using Benji it. hooked up with the it's, CSB. It's uh, super readable. Also, ton of validity. But ESV is what we used, but it's a 12th grade reading but level. But we don't fight about Bible. We had a lot of students that it was just kind of going over yep. the head sometimes. CSB, 7th grade reading level, but it also not a complete paraphrase. So, mm. so now my, found the middle ground. My buddy was like a big part of the project, so I got to ask, no, no new NIV. Like, no new NIV. No NIV. Okay, part of that's because I grew up on NIV 1984. Mm-hmm. That's what I memorized. I mean, I had a King James for a hot second, but it was like, mm-hmm. eh, who talks that way? Yep. So I had NIV forever. And then when I first became a pastor, like I'm trying to get my notes, and I'm still using my old NIV 1984 that's now falling apart yep. to preach the very first messages I ever did. And the 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 uh, text didn't line up, and they're going on Bible Gateway or all yeah. whatever things, and it didn't line up. Yep. And then— uh, uh, a company that we won't name, Zondervan, uh, decided we're going to do away with the old NIV altogether yep. and you can't find it anywhere. Yeah. And that was a huge sad fest. And then I wasn't mm-hmm. super comfortable with some of the, we're going to change the he to the he, she, and mm-hmm. the brother, mm-hmm. sister and everything. So I got, I got on this rant and I fell in love with the ESV. Uh, but I'm, I, we don't fight about that stuff. I realized too, I called it like the new NIV. Like it's like 2011. Yeah, that's not new yeah. anymore. But it, <laughs> that's not new anymore. It feels but for new. those of us who yeah. had the eighty four, it's like so, oh, that's the new one. So, like at seminary, were like, did they require NASB? They didn't or? require anything. Okay, um, cool. but I would say, I mean, like with Don Carson, all that wasn't even part of the ESV. Yeah. So oh gosh, he, Don yeah. Carson single handedly turned us all into ESV. So people. hey, Skyler, uh, all this talk about Bibles, we'd love some free ones. Um, <laughs> You know what? Uh, Brandon and Gabe both need customized ones Absolutely. that like are yeah. goat skin that aren't ginormous. Yeah, the personal size ones. I mean, you can't beat it. Yeah. Fit in any bag you have. Yeah. In your back do pocket, you or do pants. you not like jerky? Uh, I like jerky. Do you, like, you like jerky? do do you like brats? This was very random, but yes, I like brats. <laughs> I like jerky. Have you ever had no free shout outs? No free shout outs. Uh, yeah, but the Dublin General Store. Did you? Hey, know which they, they came through? Did they? Come? Yeah, they they're for through. you. <laughs> Hey, man, you sent me a text. Up, what's up, big dog? Yeah, you, <laughs> he was sending me a text. So d- we have people that listen from the Dublin General Store, and apparently there are brats that are that have blueberry, blueberry oh, brats. No, 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 Ooh, no, 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 no. Fresh time. You guys have. Wait, wait, you, we're you talking. Don't have wait, fresh time. we have fresh, fresh something time sponsored the podcast. Yeah. We need to- fresh time's no probably, free shout outs. They're probably, they're probably horrible yeah. compared to the Dublin <laughs> store. I'm sure they are. What's your favorite Dublin brat? Blueberry brat, bacon brat. Which one? They're good. Baked potato cheddar. And bacon broth. What? Mm. Baked potato. Over I think options. the blueberry would be good. I think that would I be awesome. Or some, you'd need like an herby Six one. Days? Basil. How long are you up here? In there or something. Uh, something up like here? That. Yeah. Today. Okay. Well. So I do have a question. <laughs> I do have a question real quick. I know we're closing up, but down with Thailand. 
Have you had iced coffee in Thailand served in a bag? Every, oh, all the drinks. I don't do, That's why I asked about the soup. Yeah. They put it like you order a soup oh, and it just and that, goes in a bag. bag. And that ice chai, there's some kind of ice chai in a bag. Well, you have uh, your Thai tea, your chai yen. Thai, yeah. chai yen. Chai yen. But it was in, bro, it was in a, like a Ziploc yeah. bag with ice in the t- and a straw. That's there's a lot of places. rubber band. It sounds like in Asia where bachelor. they'll crack the, the bottle and then they pour it into a, a plastic bag and hand you the plastic bag. So with they the can recycle their bottle and get mm-hmm. the money for it. And, and I'm sucking out of a bag. BC, I may have drink wine out of a bag, but. <laughs> That's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. <laughs> story. Yeah. So, Lord, I apologize. I am interested. Yeah. Right now. All right. All right, man. So, awesome. wait, one more thing. Yeah. How can we pray um, for the hearse in Asia? Yeah. Just from right now, besides yeah. the obvious, and really about you, you and your family and your daughters, who I've only seen pictures of, um, Addie and Noel. Well, this is a very temporary one, but uh, I don't know when this posts, but we probably. About the time this post be getting on a plane. Yes. yes. Or very soon. Almost too. exactly. Very, very and you'll be on a plane. We'll have two toddlers. Like, it was 40 hours oh um, on the way here because Chiang mm-hmm. Mai is close. We flew Chiang Mai to Bangkok, Bangkok to Phuket, and then to Abu Dhabi and then Chicago. So mm-hmm. like it's a long day. Yeah. Um, two days. Okay. Long, two, long days. two days. So if you're listening to this on a Wednesday yes. when it drops, you That's... will be on the plane because you said you go yeah, in six Wednesday. days. And our, yeah. our kids are like pretty unbelievable travelers. So they're I'll amazing. actually say pray for them, but pray for the other kids. Mm-hmm. on the flight mm-hmm. um, because we've had some like the, the way here we had a 15 and a half hour flight and the kid behind us as we're taking off coughed so loudly that he threw up all over the seat yay and we were and he like, was, like so sick this and is then a strong other start. everyone was just super sick all around us and we were like we somehow didn't get it though so like congratulations we could have that happen again that would or be fine we eat raw water buffalo and or on the yeah. way to thailand the first time we had a woman who just got noise canceling headphones and just put them on had a toddler. Maybe I shouldn't be talking about all this on the podcast. It's okay. She doesn't listen to it. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. She doesn't. If you're listening, don't do this. Don't so do she, that. She puts up. noise canceling headphones, goes to sleep, and her kid just cries. Her kid was one and a half. Hours, cried. Like, just like, the whole time. And goodness. And there's no CPS to go yeah, right so there. So what do you do? And then yeah. our kids are keep waking up because of it. And yeah. What are you going to miss the most? Just because I want people to know this. Sorry, I know we're trying to close up. What are you going to miss just personally, just yeah. personally. Apart from people, because that's like too easy. Yeah. Um, I'll also say, I'm going to give you a, a real answer and then like just a fun one too. Yeah. But, um, boy, like I miss church. I miss mm-hmm. going like, yeah. I mean, yeah, to be back into a space where you're just like, man, this is home yeah. and family and worshiping as a large body and all that. We started a little house yeah. church and it's wonderful. We love it. But yeah. it was like, you walk back in. That's incredible. like being known long term though. Is a thing that you don't get a lot of. Like you can you can go deep with people and you can like find new connections and see a lot of potential and stuff. But I think like people are being known long term is yeah, we miss that. Yeah. A lot. That's why I remember saying to those missionary kids when I was there, because I was there at a spiritual emphasis mm-hmm. week, missionary kids don't say goodbye. They say see mm-hmm. you later. Because mm-hmm. you may be back, you may be not. Yep. And we don't know. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So is yours also church? I think church for sure. And I think um on the note of to like what you can pray for us for, I was thinking about. Um, yeah, I talked about sick kids, like uh, not even our kids on the plane. <laughs> and he asked about prayer requests. Yeah, was, no. Can I do it redo? We've had opportunities like randomly, and especially in the last like six months when things have kind of started to open up, um, to, to like step into different stuff. That so yeah. we have the, his work stuff and the school stuff, but then like we've had random opportunities to step in with like Burmese refugees, like to get them like or Ukrainian refugees or. That was a different thing. But like, I want, like, we've had these doors open where I've just been like, how can we like tangibly do stuff? How can we get sleeping mats and food and mosquito netting to 
the people who are displaced because we know that they are and we know that they're just over the border like 50 miles and we actually had a connection open up um, through a girl we know who's Burmese and her mm. church is Burmese and they drive there's a guy that drives stuff up there and like has a connection point and he can get stuff in safely like, can we just say like as we're talking to people like I, my students are in Burma and like for you guys to get the level of this sometimes my students will email me they're like oh sorry sir like your my paper's going to be late the military blew up the cell phone tower and we had to flee into the jungle and like they send me pictures of their their house and their village where the entire thing like you see the google earth photo before and then the military came in their own military for the country and lit all of the houses on fire and burned them to the ground um i was talking with a young guy who's in his 20s right before we came he had both of his legs broke for being a christian and was set to be executed and only because as a kid he played with the a general's son and that general's like i'll get you out but you can never come back like that's the level of stuff. So that he we're lives about here. with friends of ours right now, and he he got his wife and his mom and dad out. They had to come out separately, and like so, they're living there right now, and they're just like trying to figure out what their next step is, and like, like they had. I mean, these people had they had bucks, they had prestige. She was like, she had a really good job and house and everything. Like they don't they have Gone literally nothing, in an and like, instant. and they're so they're so joyful, and it was so great to meet them. They and were like helping us pass out food to Thai when people. We, like. we got to do a food distribution and they wanted to be part of it. And so like they're helping us like divide up the eggs and the oil and all this stuff and like went with us to hand it out. And like I want more opportunities to be able to do like food distributions, like to go downtown where there's like neighborhoods that are hurting and like do that. But like to meet people and like to know their stories so that like you you don't stay insulated. I don't want to be insulated from it. I don't. We're right there. I don't want to just feel bad. Like I want to... Be able to text someone and be like, how are you doing today? Like, what's going on is, you know, let me know what your story is. Let me know. I know you have people in the country that you love. Like, tell me about them. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to stay on the peripheral of it. So ways in. So what are you going to miss? You said fun or guilty pleasure. I was just going to pick something random like Red Robin or something. Red Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Just any number of places. So yours is Red Robin. Yours is pizza. No, mine is Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> What about Mountain Dew? You can't get Mountain that there. Mountain Dew. No, I got her some from Malaysia. We got I a knockoff. No, and then it was like it's not the same. Twenty five percent the sugar. Which uh, no, which you would think would be good, but it verged on the diet taste, which is a oh, that's bad. Mega yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I thought I was gonna be because you can get college football. I actually remember watching a football game Ooh. in Thailand. I was it was an NFL game, yep. but I I know with the interwebs you can mm-hmm. do that. Kind the of old stuff, days yeah. of China, like I used to have to get up at three a.m. <laughs> And watch yeah, it live, yeah, yeah. and like you're trying to find some like someone's webcamming it, and like or filming yeah. it. And in it's their just house. terrible. Yeah, yeah, like, and then it cuts out and all that stuff. But now Here, it's better. Yeah. yeah, like YouTube TV or whatever, it just records. It. Nice, yeah. awesome, love it. Nice. Well, thank you guys. This was awesome. Thank Benji, you, you got anything? Yeah, to add? Thank you guys. No, you good. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, until next time, this That's is uh, Thanks. John, Benji, the Hearths, and Britain signing off. Yeah.